0: hey what is going on everyone welcome to a new episode of the search cast season two episode 26 and we are officially our first ever episode on the new network of five in a game sports network it's the 50th special episode 50 episodes finally we got here and it is a packed show today if you're on our youtube channel which hopefully at this point we're kind of caught up whenever this video does drop um Look at our certain co-host about getting the other episodes kind of you know back on back on YouTube. But anyway, if you're listening to the show, welcome everyone to episode 50. A lot of new changes going to the next year. So we are recording on Friday. Uh it's still in December. When this episode does drop, it'll be on New Year's Day. So happy 2023, everyone, whenever you do finally listen to the show. But I'm Zach Martin,
1: I'm Bailey Curtis, and I'm Cat Hunter.
0: Yes. yes, officially, yes! Cat Hunter is part of the podcast. I mean, everyone saw the news. A lot <laughs> of people were trying to like guess it right away. It's like, oh, it's Cat. It's like, no, you know what you're talking about. But I mean,
2: the cat you know. is out of the bag.
0: The, yeah, <laughs> the cat's officially out of the bag. She's officially the third coast. No more honorary, nothing like that. Get get caught up to the third go, OT. Line. The OT line is set up perfectly. Now we got the Jordan stall. We got the Andres Svetnikov, we got the Jacob Slavin. You know, we're good. We, we got we got we got the 3v3 going, shut down, got the scores, good to go. But if you're also on the YouTube version, or you know, once you're starting to listen to this, we actually have a guest in the bottom right corner. You know, he's been here before, here for a second appearance, and apparently he's got a grudge to settle on the show with a certain <laughs>
3: co-host. Welcome back,
0: Colin my Burns. <laughs>
3: yes. Uh, several, yes. several things right off the top, Bailey. How <laughs> long were you holding on to the cat is out of the bag?
0: You no, tweeted like, that out. I, t- I tweeted that out. did before. that. I
2: stole that from his uh, announcement tweet.
3: Okay, so you just <laughs> to steal content without crediting the original creator. Okay, um, her own co-host, welcome, nonetheless. Welcome.
2: Yeah, welcome, welcome to hockey, Colin.
3: So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then the the people who were trying to guess was me. It was a hundred percent me. And I, <laughs> no, it
2: wasn't. Just I guessed either.
3: it was Cat, and I guessed the name of the network. And Zach was like, "No, you're an idiot. Who would ever think that? Hey, hey, like, you should go back that. to school." And then, never not twenty that. minutes later, I was a hundred percent right about everything. I he
1: Zach was messaging me and he was like, Colin's going to be so mad because I just said he was wrong and he's actually spot on, (laughs) but I can't tell him that.
2: That's why I didn't lie. I was like, yeah, good thing we love suspense. Colin was like, you know this I didn't lie either. I just
1: kept giving the side eye emojis. (laughs)
0: Hi, Colin. (laughs) And I never said those things. I have it on record in DM tweets that I never said those words. So i got i got but, receipts i got receipts bud <laughs> to,
1: yeah so colin guessed it right um the storm seller actually they guessed it right as well um but they uh, were so did, uh, also dan on wagner.
0: the deal dan, dan wagner yeah. had it like first yeah there was a lot of people who are kind of like already like oh it's just cat we all know
1: I'm going to be honest. I was trying really hard to keep it like I didn't know how secret it had to be secret. So I was trying really hard. But every time I would try something like a hint or a teaser, Zach would like like it or like comment on it. And I was like, this is becoming more obvious by the day. Mm -hmm. So it's not that
3: secret. No, It was not the most. No, we're, we're not.
0: We're not that sweet. I mean, we. We'd like to have a little fun with them, but it's kind of like we all we don't know what's gonna
3: happen. I mean, it's
0: it was like
2: so bringing me there. on. It was the worst kept secret in hockey or Kane's podcast Twitter. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, I have to say, I mean, I also have to say this too, like a lot of people are like, okay, got Bailey and Kat on the show now. The search cast is just taking all the best talent. I am just sorry. It, it is what it is. Like let's 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 not be honest all here. Of let's, it. Let's, <laughs>
2: Hey, Colin, more, you know hey, phone. hey, Colin, you you, you want to join the podcast?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you literally don't have enough screens.
0: <laughs> I would never, I would never, I would never have to bring a guest on this podcast because we got four people on here. I would never need to bring anyone
1: else. Yeah. See, Zach um, is excited, not just because, you know, I'm part of it, but also all the jokes about me taking over his job have stopped. Yes. Now it's we're working together. <laughs>
3: No, see what he's not just a hat around inside friend. job. <laughs> it's so much easier now that you're already a part of the show. So Zach's gonna take a break. I'm air <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this on an audio meeting. he's gonna take a break and then just not come back. It, he's gonna be the Andre Andre Kasha of swordcast
0: wow so i go from germstall to under caution no he'll weird.
1: be he'll be more like gardner because gardner at least played some and then he got injured and it's just a yeah, long term injury
3: you're right and now he just kind of hangs around you're right uh and then uh, to finish this really long intro <laughs> <this came> <laughs>
0: you
3: know what zach Anyway, <laughs> for know our audio people, up.
1: Colin just got kicked a little bit.
0: <laughs> Remember who holds the power 20. here, Colin.
3: <laughs> I have to be the, so o- the OG it. host has all the power. <laughs> I mean, I can just start bringing Kat and Bailey on my show, show them what a <laughs> real podcast is like. Ooh. You want to play this game? You want to play i thought we then? were d- i <laughs> thought we were
1: doing the ice melting takes later and starting the drama <laughs> then, but now it's already started
3: <laughs> hey, well it call was always it, gonna start us...
0: oh yeah call him the ring of the smoke anyway because apparently i don't like him very much which is just false sir false. it is a
3: true fact i don't know if it was the last episode because it feels like you guys haven't made an episode in 30 years
2: yeah um oh,
3: my gosh <laughs> But someone who will remain nameless, who also just happens to be uh, a co-host now, asked a question about who Zach and Bailey's favorite guests were. And Bailey, being the genius, beautiful (laughs) woman that she is, obviously chose me because she has a brain. (laughs) And then Zach, the uh, petulant podcast host that he is, (laughs) decided to ignore...
0: I mean, I mean, I've been called worse. I mean, it's okay. All right.
1: <laughs> to also be fair, though, with that question, yeah. That yeah. some to be fair, to that whoever the beautiful woman that posed that question, she also said that she couldn't be selected in that answer. So no was also a default.
2: You never said that you couldn't <laughs> no. be selected. You said no, it doesn't have to be me, or I never said that, it had that, to be me. That yeah. was the humble way of saying it.
3: No, you <laughs> lost Kat. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And then, Because it's Kat's first episode, I am automatically her favorite guest that she's ever had.
2: Is that how so that Zach- works?
3: Yes. So Zach is now outnumbered in his bad opinion. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, who knows? This This episode could take a really deep, dark turn and you could end up on a bad side. So better watch it <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm actually only here to make everyone hate me originally oh. it was just gonna be zach oh I'm so ad, you're not gonna be as my as favorite at the co-hosts. end of this
2: episode no.
1: <laughs> okay, he's, taking, he's taking his talents he's taking yeah. his talents from twitter and putting on the podcast stirring up yeah, trouble wherever where he
3: goes uh, <laughs> oh man no I'm this gonna, is uh, <laughs> i haven't talked a word about hockey anyways <laughs> I mean, that that sounds, that's
0: that's that sounds about right that sounds about right but yeah like i said we have a very jam-packed episode i mean we got we have been off for a little bit because obviously we had to do some behind the scenes so like i said we got the new network at five big game sports really excited about that doing our first you know show on there we also got a live show coming up with all the hosts from all the podcasts on sunday uh when this actually does drop at noon uh, make sure to stop by at 6 p.m. Eastern time to watch us, you know, talk hockey with all the hosts from my high pundit. Let's talk will hockey pod. And obviously here at the search cast six hosts on one podcast. This is going to be a fun time. Just talking. Join hockey. us
1: for your Sunday scaries. We know everyone's <laughs> going to be hungover. So just join us. You don't have to interact. Just sit. <laughs>
0: I struggle. I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we might read off some comments if you are if you you know watch the show on YouTube. You can go into the comment section, and we'll you know we'll just comment away and might roast you a little bit depending on how your question is. So, <laughs> I mean,
2: hey, with with Jared on the live show, it's bound to happen. So,
0: oh yeah, <laughs> for sure, bringing for all sure. the heat. No, that sounds about right. Only <laughs> talk about bringing the heat. Um, how about these Carolina Hurricanes, y'all? I mean beautiful
2: transition.
0: Nice. You know, you know. <laughs> first episode back first, you know, first show on the new network. You gotta come in hot and ready. You you gotta be, you know, gotta be fast with it, man. Gotta be fast with these takes. But uh <laughs> yeah, the hurricanes, nine-game winning streak as of right now, 15-game point streak. I mean, the hurricanes are on the cusp of possibly breaking a franchise record for most wins in a row. Hopefully it happens. So when this episode does drop, hopefully it did happen. Going into our game against New Jersey, which would be this afternoon, you know, one that's actually does air. So, I mean, right now the Hurricanes have been pretty, been playing very, very good hockey over the last few weeks. I mean, Bailey, like, like what, like what, like what are your thoughts about this entire just journey we're on right now? Because I know in December, like at the end of November, early December, we're kind of like, ah, this is a rough stretch. Now it's like, this team just keeps winning games, man. I just their
2: tough times are paying back for to and being paid back to them in spades. Um that's the best way I can kind of put it. It's <laughs> it just kind of goes to show too what kind of gritty uh kind of team community and team environment we have built in Carolina too. Um cuz I mean you got to think about it the first few games we went into this 9 game winning streak with Aho was missing for a few of those. He's considered our star center of the team and the team is kind of showing their ability off without him and few things kind of coming to mind here too some potential trade people already bringing up trading Aho like okay if we can win like this without him why do we need him which I thought was
1: Stupid. We so will not be trading Sebastian What's off. Let's <laughs> yeah, make that not, clear. Me, full <laughs> disclosure: we will not. Wait. I mean, Rod does some crazy things sometimes, but I doubt that's ever going to be one of them.
3: <laughs> was yeah, that I'm... real though, or is that people just having fun?
2: I and, and that's I. It I've started seen... with people having fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean,
2: will say
1: that,
0: and I mean, and, and you know, that's like people thinking that the that the that the storm surge isn't fun anymore than it's bland, like. We're like this is what we're talking about in the middle of like a 15-game point streak, a nine-game winning streak. Like we're
2: finding something to be mad about. Why can't we just appreciate the positive things that the team is doing?
1: Right Hot now? take. I also miss the old Storm Storm the storm surge. But oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's not what you need to focus on. Like it's it is what it is. I mean, I I'll mean, take winning. <laughs> just,
3: speaking of complaining about finding something to complain about, it's our power play is still. Hot garbage. Like the land oh, I mean, of The Simpsons on fire. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I mean, I mean, but people are going to talk about uh I, I don't think it was serious at all. The trade, Aho, that was someone needed to write something and they found that and went with it. Or the yeah. Walt Ruff is the biggest villain since, you know, Barstool <sighs> Sports, something like that. Like those are both wow. just terrible oh, takes. Barstool Sports, those, yeah. the, wow. those are filler Barstow, takes that wow. shouldn't exist and wow, if you yeah. want to find something to complain about just go back to the power play the power play is in this world that will keep giving for us to complain about it's well yeah it's nine games but have they converted on the power play and the answer is no so complain about that <laughs> real things. yeah
0: I mean this is, I mean this is true I mean the track, the track of the storm guys have also been saying that Jeff Daniels doesn't run the power play so I mean it's kind of like at this it's it's think, ran by rod yeah so, so I mean it, it's just like it, you know, this this team is too good. I mean, this team is so good that they have to have one fault. If it's that, okay, so be it, I guess. I mean, you know, we're winning games.
1: So it is interesting. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me to back it up, but from my memory of watching the games – so every now and yes, it's still hot garbage. It's not the best power play, honestly. Um, and honestly, we make other power plays look like hot garbage when they can't get past our penalty kill, which I'm like, I'm okay with that too. But every now and then our power play will go on like some streak, like suddenly it works. And sometimes I find the games where we can't score five on five, all of a sudden our power play takes off and that's where all our goals come from. And it's so weird. Like it's an odd thing to notice because you'll be like, wow, like we lost that game, but we scored on the power plays <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or like we couldn't do crap five on five, but we scored on the power plays. So, I mean, I want it to be better, but I mean, honestly, I will take a this win streak and our top notch five on five play.
3: Like Absolutely. I
1: love, I, that's what you yeah. want. You ideally want good five on five play. The power yeah. play would just be like a nice little cherry that we could figure out
0: no. I will
2: say, to kind of add a little bit of praise to our power play, we're no longer last in the league.
0: Which is good. I mean, <laughs> We are know. no hey, longer hey, last
2: just... in the league. So there's what something gotta start to somewhere. happy about. you,
0: you got you to gotta <laughs> start somewhere. I mean, <laughs> would it be nice to have, have everything clicking at the same time? Sure. You but can't I mean, have everything. Yeah. I mean, no. But hey, you're talking about the team who's like second in the league in points. So, no. I mean –
3: you guys have misunderstood what it is to be a fan. I want my cake. <laughs> I want to eat it too. And then once I've eaten it, I want another magical cake sat in front of me. That's all I ever want. I want everything. But see, hey, if you welcome want to the, the cross box,
2: buddy. What,
1: <laughs> but see, Colin, this season has showed us that you really can't have everything because you can be such a good team in this league and you will still either lose to the Ducks or the Coyotes. <laughs> And it's not just I say that laughing because not does not only us but other good teams in this league
0: have fallen um, to them. Oh, like oh, like the last Steve Dangle episode where he talked about how the Maple Leafs in a calendar year lost every single game to the Coyotes. The four games they play them this year in this calendar year of 2022 lost all four, well, outscored hey, seven, so out seventeen kill- to ten. Quick, It'll make you to feel 10.
2: better. The Stanley Cup champions just got their, you know what's handed to them by.
0: Wasn't the that kids. like six three or something like that too? Like, yeah,
2: it was not a good game.
0: They, they, the, t- the, t- the, I think the Coyotes are that one team. That. Yeah, the Coyotes are that one team. They're like, you know what? Let's just ruin everyone's day.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and give them a loss just because it's like eight, Rem- I mean, remembering
1: our loss to them. They are the most frustrating team because they are like they are hardcore like nitty-gritty team like they definitely probably i personally think lack a lot of the like high like nature skill and like showy and all of this but good lord does that team crowd their defensive zone
0: clayton they... Clay color, Clay color will like a word about yeah i was
2: gonna say mozier would like a bit of a word okay
1: but uh, like
0: jacob jacob would also like to chime in here just, just a okay, but watching
1: them play, I don't that doesn't stand out to me as much as they're like they literally lock on defense, they swarm and just lock it. Like I feel like there's like yeah, their whole team.
2: What do you
0: expect?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. This, it, you're fine, Zach. I've cut you off
0: twice. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. No, no, it's it's just one of those things where for the Kings, it's would you want everything to work out? Yes. But at the same time, it's like the, there's really nothing to complain about in terms of this team is the fact that, you know, we're, like I said, we're talking about, they're on a run. They've been on a run for a while now. It's just, the team is on a precipice of breaking a record. That's been standing for a while. And I understand you know, there's gonna be some frustrations here and then when things don't go the right way and at the certain times, but I mean, for me, it's like, we were all talking about last year's team, like how they were special. And we thought they were going to do it because you have a lot of reminiscence of the 2016, team. for whatever reason about this team this year it's just it's giving you different vibes than what the last year's team did but it's almost kind of like better in a sense if that makes sense it's just you
2: i it seems like it's a more fun team this year there's that but i also think it feels more real this year than it did last year because i mean yeah last year we got off to a really really hot start and yeah, yeah,
0: that 9 nine that zero run was uh, – that, that's one way to start the season.
2: Yeah, our penalty kill was unreal. And this year, yeah. I, I mean, we're seeing like super real struggles that a team kind of goes through and like, kind of ebbs and flows of having a team that is growing old and uh, kind of seeing the repercussions of that.
1: I think yeah, and I think it made it more real because like last season, so yeah, it seemed like we had it all going for us. But mm-hmm. then this season we lost players we thought we needed to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and then you have your captain who might not he's might not be around for much longer with us. So not I was that gonna I say that sounded like he was different. dying. <laughs> but I mean like he, he might not be a Carolina hurricane for much longer. So it just has more of that like we want to win because we these guys same guys might not be on the team. We yeah. are have like contracts coming up. We have our captain who might not be playing with us much. Like it's just like it feels the pressure is a little bit more, and because we've had such more adversity starting this season, it just feels like it is the like all in it to win it. This is this is do or die time.
3: So yeah, quickly the reason why it feels different is because we have so many more new guys. And I, yeah. I, I realize we we constantly change our lineup, actually. It's more than we probably um, should, but whatever. I'm not um <laughs> Tolski or what else, so they can make their decisions. But yeah. you know, Bournes is new, Patriaretti, who hasn't played, is new, Andre Kasha is new, Calvin Dehan is returning, but has wasn't really a member of this group in the way we think of it. Um, you... so last year when you had Trocek and Niederreiter and they'd been here you'd gotten to gel with them and everyone was so excited because they liked the people so this year we were actually slightly more i was about to say better at hockey but yeah <laughs> we are slightly better as a team but people don't have that same emotional connections to each individual player like yeah it's you know cool right. it's brent burns but it He's no Vincent Trochek. Come on. Yeah. And that's basically what's happening there.
0: Yeah. It, it's definitely interesting. Like you said, like bringing up those guys. So like you said it's like at the start of the before the season even started, everyone's like, okay, Patrick is now part of the team. Hurricane's just got significantly better. He's been out. He's hopefully coming back in the next 10 games, you know, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But like, you know, he's out. Andre Kasha, everyone thought, like good depth guy. He's been out since like, what, week two of the season? So like, who knows how game. that's going to, yeah. So, and then you're talking about, like, you know, Freddie Anderson's been out for most of the season as well. You didn't know how the goaltending was going to be. Now you see Pierre Kachekov just going absolutely off and doing his thing now, you know, submitting a new contract. It seems like there's a possibility he might be the first, he might be our, you know, first goalie next year, depending on how it works out with the rest of the contracts. So it's like, it's definitely a lot of other additions to this team that some of this team has found a way to still win games like it, it's not like last year where it's like okay everyone's coming back there's a couple additions but it's the same team we're going to be fine this year it's like they're having to rely on guys to come up from chicago to do their thing and then also a bunch of new guys who came in but they're still finding ways to win games i mean so going real quick in the you know more of the topics of the show like jack jerry just got sent back down to chicago like not paperwork wise but officially got sent back down And it's interesting to see how the Kings are going to work out with that, because also recently, you know, yesterday, Max Pacioretty was back in the lineup, you know, for well, not back in the lineup per se, but like warm ups. Playing is an
2: extra playing contact jersey. Yeah, yeah, and it's like,
0: and and the Rod said he's not back for the next. He's not going to play in tonight's, you know, because they are playing tonight as we record, but he's not going to be playing. But you might see him in the next ten days. Not so, 10 I mean, games, but 10 games. games. 10 games, sorry, yeah, 10 games. Yeah, yeah. it could so be as like... late
3: as January, like, 15th, so.
0: Right, but still, for the fact that you're going to probably see him coming back soon, a lot sooner than a lot of people thought. People were going to be thinking, like, late February, early March. Now it's, like, he can be back by early January
2: mm-hmm.
0: on a team that's already in the middle of a run right now? Yeah. So, <clears throat> So speaking of, Yeah.
1: speaking of. The hot take with that is like again, I say it's like a good problem to have. Where do you mm-hmm. see him fitting in to the lineup?
0: I mean, I so we each are going to have,
1: I, a, I guess, a take on this. <laughs> I'd almost I did,
2: like to hear Colin's answers first.
3: Yeah, yeah. let's give let's give let's let's Colin the pressure, <laughs> Okay,
0: uh,
3: before I get to Pacheco, then I want to touch on Drury. Drury was sent down to Chicago because he sat out for two games and was probably going to sit out a third. And at this point, until he owns that regular spot in the lineup, he's a prospect and you have to value his, I was about to say prospect again. Um, sorry. You have to prioritize his development and you don't want to sit in the Absolutely. press box. It's better for him to play in a minor league than to not play at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the, the quote from Rod was real practice is de-participate in real practice for the first time and that's a good mm-hmm. sign and yeah it's an incredibly good sign i would just preface that it's still a ways away so no mm-hmm. one um I, I wrote a piece on a uh, home ice advantage the blog everyone should go read it um about <laughs> uh, <like> my, <laughs> my my last line was uh starting sunday there's gonna be a new tradition for Hurricanes fans where every day they're going to frantically check Walter Ruff's Twitter account to see mm-hmm. if today's the day that patch a starts and How
2: quickly can we drive Walt Ruff mad?
3: We already have <laughs> uh, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, for, just for like a, a veil behind the curtain uh, I just sent everyone a, a new tweet into the group chat for the four of us It's starting again. We all I'll, put it oh
3: I'll
0: put God. it that okay, way I'll put it that way Yep Walt's great. Not, Not my point. Um, yeah, no, I'm just saying. But, yeah, wait, Walt's what, great. Yeah. Without, yeah, I'm just, saying, I'm just to say' I'm just going to say this real quick. Real quick. Wallerf is fantastic. He's been on the show twice with us. He's been a very great guest both times. He's an amazing guy. I love what he's done for us. People need to lay off. Okay, let him do his job. He's been perfect since he's been here. Maybe cut him some slack, and that's all I got to say about that. Colin, this go ahead. I'm totally sorry. off subject
3: <laughs> from um um Pat Freddie, but. It's when yeah. Walt first got here to replace uh, Michael Smith. Michael Smith had a personality. We all knew his personality. He'd been with us for a decade and different roles. And through Kane's cast and Twitter and his writing, we learned a lot about him and his personality. And when Walt got here, he was a lot more reserved. You know, he's the new kid on the block. He doesn't know how things are going to work out. And he yeah, like this uh, is his first conversation with him. Yeah, if anyone ever, this is first
0: NHL team to be working with. Like, that's a big step exactly. from when he, It's yeah, you guys. I want to say he was in
3: bit. the. Uh, he wasn't. He was in juniors. He he worked for uh, Seattle. Um. Uh, po- uh, oh. Portland. He was with the, he was with the Winter Hawks, and then Thank he went you. over Portland Winter Hawks, and exactly. then
0: he was in the AHR for a little bit too. Like, so we're like technically the Kings are his first NHL team to cover. Well, in general, And he so like...
3: has been so professional for the first year and almost a half year. And mm-hmm. honestly, I kind of hated that because it, it, like, I don't. <laughs> yes. You know,
2: Thank you.
3: Well, it's Walt. It's cool that like you're giving me the news and I, you know, I need that. So I appreciate it. But like, I like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be Jacob Slavin will miss practice today for an undisclosed reason. Goodbye. I want it to be... I
2: was talking to Zach and Kat and a few, and few others about this the other day. I personally like when media has a little bit of personality and it, it makes it feel more real and more personable. And it, you're not just kind of reading tweets from a professional account for a hockey team.
3: Exactly. And Walt yeah. finally started breaking out of that shell in the past, like, I don't know, month and a half, two months. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it was like a meeting he had where they were like, Walt, like you have a personality, show it. Because- Talking to Walt in person and seeing Walt's tweets online are two completely different. Oh, absolutely. Persons. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, like, even having him on the podcast, it's like, you know, for me, it's like, I understand where he's coming from. You're trying to, you're like this, the Hurricanes are your first team. You're trying to figure out, you know, your voice with a team like the Hurricanes, because the Hurricanes have been, you know, on a run the last few years, and you want to make sure you're doing everything right, and the team expects certain things. So I think you, you know, his first year i kind of get you know trying to figure you know figure it out what you want filling up the ropes yeah exactly so i think like i think they're i think he's just being able to be able to do what he wants to do you know within context and within reason of course i just think that like he knows rod he knows how people are going to give him his answer so maybe he doesn't ask certain questions because he knows the answers he's going to get out because he's already done it enough times where it's kind of like hey we, we don't need to bring this back up again I think that's where people need to understand is that as fans, we're not entitled to know everything. Mm-mm. We are fans for a reason. That's why certain teams only allow you to say certain things through tweets, through interviews yeah. when they come on shows and stuff like that. So it's like there is a decorum. There is a process to do things. We'll, like we'll, ask, we'll, we'll ask Andrew Rinaldi because Rinaldi with us next week. Spoiler alert, Andrew's coming back on the podcast next week. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to him him about this. It's just, it's a thing where there's a certain level of you have to do things by how the team wants you to do things. Do Do it by the
3: book. He's a team employee at the end of the day. Walt
0: is a team. Exactly. And also,
1: and also, like, so, Wald is giving us what he knows. He's there. He's getting some inside scoop. He's telling us what he knows. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's not making the decisions. The questions we are posing towards him and follow ups, like he's just telling us, hey, this is what I see. This is what Rod has told me, yada, yada, yada. And we're coming back being like, that doesn't make sense. Can you give me more detail? Things mm-hmm. like that. And like, what do you, okay, you're either going to have him just be like, not respond to your tweet, which is like fair because he really d- probably doesn't have any follow He follow-up. doesn't need to. These- These same. Yeah, he doesn't need to respond to you. These same questions that we're probably posing to him is once he's already he already is thinking he might know some answers to or he knows how Rod's already going to respond. But he cannot share that. He doesn't need to do extra. So him coming back and just some of them, he's been a little sassy. It's it's Twitter. It's literally what the site is. Um, It's his personality, but he's never straight up. Insulted someone. He has clapped back at them in a very fun way, the same way someone else would do to you, but like not attacking the person. Not like I think the one thing. Like, he, like what am I supposed we... to do?
2: Not stand up for myself? Why is that considered? And some of it's not rude? even
1: standing up for him. He's just being like, "Hey, I don't think I can go back and ask the coach this question. Like, so, sorry, but not sorry. Like that's common sense." Yeah. Or like,
3: to provide... you're asking Wait, me this. To a little context because I feel like we just went off in a whole storm here. Um, so Walt, <laughs>
1: me and Bailey knew this would happen. Me and Bailey um, knew this would happen.
3: <laughs> so, it. Most of this started a couple days ago when Walt slap back on someone on Twitter, and I'm not going to pull up that tweet. But the one that started this conversation, because it happened as we were recording, is the the question to Walt is, I don't understand, Walt, can you please get some sort of update on Piotr, or at least ask Rod about it? It doesn't make sense, because it looks like Ronto will be starting again tonight. What? And then Walt responds with, no, I don't think I'll ask the head coach why he's going to go back to a goalie coming off of a 24-save shutout. Seems pretty understandable to me, which, to be fair... Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the same guy who started something a few days ago, uh, quote tweeted it and put pot kettle, which is just stupid. Like, no. Do you, if you've ever listened, or I, I guess not be a part of, but if you've ever listened to a media scrum with Rod, he's. How do I phrase this? He's I a former a hockey words. player, and is you know he's a <laughs> he man of a like few it. words. Yeah, yeah, and um. So, like, when Patch Ready was still in his practice jersey, every time someone would be like, I'm sorry, his uh, no-contact yellow jersey, and every time someone would be like, so what's going on with Patches? He was like, don't ask me. And there was literally a time a few weeks ago he was like, you're wasting both of our times if you ask because I have no update. There was nothing, like, I mean, there was and no and answer I, I, What and I love,
2: what Rod does, too, is he'll say, don't ask me questions about it until you see until, this Until,
0: yeah. So. And that, and, that, and that's basically and that's what Walt that's what Walt has to keep telling people is like I can't give you more information on something that's already been discussed multiple times. There will be no updates until an update will be given to you. That's just how it is, and that's why and that's why like we and we usually don't do this on the podcast. So that I think is the fact that we have to talk about this now is the fact that this has been going on for days and now it's still continuing days later. We don't go Content. on a soapbox. Well. <laughs> well I no, it, for me <laughs> this is not why I started this podcast and that's not no. why like that's not what we talk about but I think of the fact that Walt Wolf has been on here a couple times and I he's good at what he does. I think it's to the point where it's like okay, people need to realize that Walt has to do his job. he has a certain way he has to do his job. You cannot dictate to him how he's supposed to do his job and then you can't just start giving him crap every time he's like, no, I can't do that because I've been told to not do that. By the head coach, multiple times. So, people, to, that's why I said Th- this isn't a podcast that's going to clap back on fans, but it's getting to the point now where it's like, guys, lay off wall <laughs> Just stop. No, and
2: Poe it, so Mice oh nice is kind of what's going to clap back. I To clarify some of the points that fans are making against it, too, because one of the big things that fans have kind of come together and made the consensus on is that they don't hate the reporters. They like the re- they like reporting from uh, reporters on the team. Um, they just don't like and they use the word conceited reporters that make them feel like they le- know less about their that make fans feel like they know less about the game than they do. And I felt like that was just kind of throwing you know what in the air, hoping to make something stick. Because I have yeah. never heard any kind of conceited, I know uh, way more about the game than you do, so sit your butt down and let me do my job. Well, like, well, it-
0: like, Well, like throwing Chip Alexander or Coyle-Lavulette or anyone like that into the, into the mix as well. And it's like, I've never seen them from any, from any of them. Mike That's Maniscalco! Like-
2: they threw yeah, Mike like- Maniscalco in the mix, too
0: yeah what? it's just yeah yeah it's because it's, apparently say,
2: something no. happened on one of their canes cast episodes and mike made some sort of i comment mean and, and i'm like what
3: mike and to be fair me on that to be fair. all the time like specifically yeah. me he makes fun <laughs> of me
1: and and to be fair you know to be fair to be fair their positions <laughs> reporting being media for the team, being up and personal with Rod, with the team nonstop, like seeing what's going on. As a fan that loves hockey, knows hockey, I can look up things like, yeah, maybe they do know more than me. But I also have never felt like they're going to be like, oh, haha, I know more than you. Instead, they're like, hey, this is what I know. Let me share it with you. But I can't give you more because the coach isn't giving you more. And or and also gonna, the team
0: is also saying, don't share that.
1: Yeah. And I don't mind. Listen again, like maybe in like a newspaper, maybe like, you know, written in articles, things like that, like maybe you're like, okay, professionalism. I think what Walt has done personally on Twitter is been fun and engaging with it. It's kind of the Carolina hurricane way. It's a way to engage with fans and show personality. But you're not being disrespectful. It's like saying the storm surge is disrespectful, in my opinion, because it's showing character and showing personality. But it's not like, it's like, hey, this is how we operate. It's not against anyone, but it's who we are. So that's yeah, my two cents. I don't know if we like, want to get back to patches.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. So enough with this rant. I, I know we didn't I didn't really want to get on top of the, on, this with us, <laughs>
3: I really I on this topic guys. I I really not want to get on the slide. I've been this whole thing was yeah. just delayed so I could come up with my patch ready line. Um so <laughs> Okay, on. hey, we, said, we
1: said new year new rants and we have started strong i oh held my to gosh. my word
0: <laughs> yeah, So, so, so give me one more second so like i said after all of this this not really wanted to get on topic on the show but it had to come up eventually but just saying guys like this like just be respectful let, please be respectful to wall we're not clapping on we're not we're not sh- throwing shit on anyone so if, who if the people who do listen to this podcast understand that this is not what we're going to be doing we're not going to be ranting about the fan base because this podcast is talking about the hurricanes it's just this has been a topic has been going on for a little bit now you know for the last few days this is the only time we're going to talk about it so don't worry we're not going to be you know ranting about the fan base or ranting about this we're but talking when- about the team the it's one just- last
2: thing that I will kind of say on it, too, is I don't want you guys to feel like we don't appreciate you guys as fans if you have a different opinion than us. Mm-hmm. We may not disagree. We may not agree on everything going on, but and I feel like that's okay. Um, and just to kind of make that known, we're not sitting here. I mean, there may be a little bit of judgment, but it's human nature to judge.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> all
2: from me, no one else. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, but it's just, it, it's all opinions. It's all kind of our stance and point of views. So just uh, be kind of respectful um, and don't feel like we're coming for you as fans of the team and saying that your opinion is completely wrong. So just wanted to throw yeah. that out there.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're fans too. I mean we—that's mm-hmm. the main thing—is like number one, we're all fans too, so mm-hmm. we understand. Like we all have different opinions. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have strong ones. Yeah. But again, like they've had Walt on here, so like you know, you always want to stand up for someone that you have.
2: I feel like he's a friend. With. I feel like there's mm-hmm. yeah, and
1: yeah. and like again. We want to be respectful to, I mean, you would try to be respectful to Rod Brendamore. And just because Walt is a little bit more front facing with fans, we should be just as respectful asking him and talking with him and interacting with him as we would the head coach. Um, Because I don't know. I just think, yeah,
0: that's my two cents too. (laughs) I mean, the the Hurricanes account is pretty sassy. and We praise them.
2: Walt is just taking notes.
0: Exactly. Here's so <laughs> Colin. Your patch is
3: on. Anyway. I got some off-bike stuff to tell you guys later. Um, <laughs> <no>. <sighs> <sighs> uh, Ready, lineup. So, let me start bagging on you as a fan. You as a Horror fan are terrible. Po- no, okay. <laughs> really, though. So, there was no way Patcher Ready is going to be in the top six. Uh, I'm sorry anyone who thinks he's going to be on the third line. Zach. <clears throat> uh, you're insane. Um, there was no way Rod's going to break up, Faust, Mar and Stahl. In the same way, he would never break up. I I think literally one time last year, he broke up, or Faust, and Stahl. So unless someone gets hurt, which isn't an impossibility, that line's going to stay together. And there was no way, excluding maybe like the first one or two games, you would put, I was about to say Stastny, sorry, Pacioretty, yeah. On the fourth line, that was so, my kind
2: of thinking too. So,
3: I just don't see it, like w- w- what was the point then? You know what I mean? Like if you're only going to give him 11 minutes of ice time, w- what was the point? Like we've waited all this time for you to literally just tease us. But yeah, so he, he's he's. I don't think he's going to end up on the fourth line just because that fourth line. Mm, okay, so let me let me say the lines. The top line: Jarvis, Teravainen, Aho. Love that all day, and then. Hear me out on this one. This comes from someone who loves KK. I'm a huge KK supporter. In fact, I don't think he should be on the fourth line now, but KK should be on the fourth line when Patch gets back. You give Natus a good, real look at Sinner and then have him surrounded by Svechnikov and Patch And I realize with both left wings, uh, Svechnikov and Patch Svech Ready.
2: can play right wing, though, too.
3: Exactly. So, so walk with me. Here. We go. I'm a genius. They should hire me as Patch <laughs> I understand
0: where you're coming from. Here's my thing, though.
3: See, this Nietzsche... really
0: hates me. <laughs> <laughs> we all said... need
1: to share our lines.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll share the lines first, and then we'll actually talk about it. Okay, so, cat. Kat. Okay, well, okay. Okay, so, so, okay, so what about your third line, then? Let's go through all the lines. So, Colin, who's your third and fourth line? Do you have those set, or is it just your top My, my third
3: line would remain the same. So it's right, still so, the four, me wrong, so the fourth Austin Stall and the fourth, Kakinami, Nason, uh, and I guess. Step I on. Mean, it has to be step on, right? Like, yeah. I don't know because then where's Stastny going? No, it has to be Stastny and Step on's the the press, bo- press box bunch.
2: So extra scratch or healthy yeah.
0: scratch? The healthy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I mean so that's, Kat, that's where, what he's here where, for. So. Oh, no okay yeah <laughs> so okay. many hot takes on this so many hot takes already
1: so it's really it. it's really difficult because honestly if patches played center we would have a few more i think set places for him um i honestly i think his first couple of games back i wouldn't be surprised if we put him on the fourth line just to get him some minutes and get him like going again oh, yeah Mm -hmm. Um, I mean it's a big injury I mean I know he's been practicing but like I always feel like coming off an injury you know worn back into it and it depends on the game too and you also have to find some game time chemistry so I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the fourth line just for like maybe the first game Um, honestly I don't fully disagree with him having Natchez in the center I think that's weird because like he hasn't he hasn't had nages as a center but i don't know who else you move out of the top 6 so right now what we have Teravine and aho jarvis then we have Svech, stasny and nages of those 6 i'm taking Stastny out. well talking, he's
0: on talk, he's on fourth
1: he's on line fourth right line. now
0: yeah
1: oh right now he's on the fourth line of those 6 i'm taking stasny out so you but then you're stuck with three technically like three wingers unless you move Nages in.
0: Um I mean he has played center before. I mean that's his yeah. primary position even if He's, he's a natural center. League, yeah. Never in
3: the national league though.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I'm not I I'm kind of siding with him that that might be what they try because I don't really see anyone else moving out of that top 6 except for Stasny. And I mean, and I think KK's played fantastic. Again, I'm the same. Honestly, me and Colin are sharing the same thoughts. Um, because I think I'm KK has played fantastic. <laughs> I think, I think, I, think Stast- I mean, honestly, Stastny and KK, in my opinion, have played the same. Um, they are both, neither one is scoring a whole bunch, um, which you would like to see. Um, but they are supplying to their the people on their line. Um, and so I think KK honestly could stay in the second, but again, if you're gonna move someone out and you already have Stasney up there, I would move out Stasny. And again, the third line stays the stay, same, stays the same. Martin Oaks stall fast, um, and then yeah, Nason, KK, and I guess you might step on and Stasny might switch in and out. But
2: the one thing I don't I think, think kind of you st- take
1: out Nason because he's been on a streak,
2: mm-hmm. the one thing <laughs> and I he's your power st- play do- guy. And I'll say I'll I'll use the term beginner loosely, but if you guys remember when Stastny was put on the what was it first line or second line, he ended up scoring.
0: First, it was it was it was first it line. Was first that's line when that's that's AHA yeah. went down.
2: Yeah. So you put a guy who is kind of know like he he's not an unknown name in the league by any means. He he's been around a few teams. Um, guy guy knows how to play the game. Um, but give him first line minutes and he's actually producing well. Whereas, unfortunately, you look at KK and there's just not much production on the score sheet as much as we would like to see for a guy getting paid almost a five million dollar salary.
0: Well, let's also be fair though, too, to him. It's the fact that it's his first year. (laughs) I I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't say say to be fair. You
1: said to be fair fair to him, (laughs) (laughs) who be
2: fair?
0: Uh, anyway. <laughs> Wait, we, sorry. We, we we went we went into the season like the fact that this is his first year as the two c because he played four c all last year
2: no and that's so, completely so, like, fair
0: right and i think that's why he's kind of still, he's still trying to figure out how it's going to work out because you know the top six has been changing a lot recently with ajo being out svechikov getting moved up and down the lineup jarvis being moved up and down as well so kakanyimi really hasn't had a solid second line with him all season it's been changing too much Yeah,
1: you had the confidence line and that has not been restored yet yeah because um, we
0: saw what those three were doing together at the start of the season they were all they were all flying high together now it's kind of like it's not been the same i think that's it's kind of what has been kind of like sidelining him a little bit the fact that it's just not has been it's he's not had that consistent line group That was working at the beginning of the season. I think that's why he's still having issues. So, like, I understand where people are coming from that KK needs to be producing because he's almost at $5 million. But at the same time, he's not really been given a full slate of a a season as the 2C with the same guys. It's not been the same consistently. And I think that's what's been kind of him bouncing up and down the lineup, too, hasn't helped at all either. He's
1: he's also
0: that's the same thing that happened to Nietzsche's last season.
1: Yeah. And he's also. He's also more, I mean, I stand by this. He is more of a stall than he is a Trochek. Like that's the kind of player I see KK as. And so if you've noticed, stall has been on the same line with the same guys consistently. And then he started producing like crazy. And then, but also that line is a grind line the line that KK was on with Svetch and Nages and every now, like those guys are not as much like Svetch can grind, but they're a little bit more of like the quick, like it's the quick passes, the like little skill sets. It's things like that. So it's a different, like KK is still helping them produce, but he might not be producing the same way because he's trying to find the guys he's playing with. And also if he's a, a stall player, but he's on a different type of line that's not consistent. He's not going to be as consistent. I still think he was doing well because he was helping his teammates. Like, I don't think yeah. he was he's dragging loser. his line down kind of like how we were thinking at the beginning of the season. Turbo was actually holding his line back a little bit because he started the season slowly
0: Yeah, and
1: then got injured, unfortunately, but I never saw KK like, we're always like, he has all this potential. We're paying him all this money, but I don't think he's like, I think he's working his way to that money. I don't think he's immediately going to be, no. that money worth well the thing he's is so cockney
0: cockney yeah he's like 21 22 and the thing with cockney emmy is he's not a he is a playmaker he's not a goal scorer like and that's the thing that people i i think need to understand is the fact that not every single guy on the lineup is supposed to score 20 30 plus no, goals a season absolutely and i yeah. think that's where like you have guys who are going to be more of a passing player than a goal scorer and no
2: and I'm, that's that's why I prefaced what I said I was like no he's no I, I really you are well on the score sheet no, no
0: I, I, get, I get what yeah. you're saying no I'm just saying I'm just saying
2: Bailey
0: talk about another player that has been around the league for a long time that was a lot of pass first now has scored a lot more in in the last like few years Patrick Kane he was a pass first player for a long time that's why his assist numbers are so much higher than his goal score, And then people want him to start scoring more. That's where his scoring touch finally came, because he started being first of himself rather than keep passing the puck. That's where Cockney is right now, because he's still pretty young in the league. And let's be honest, too. The Montreal Canadiens did him no service on his production. The same thing with Lafreniere in New York right now. First overall guy can't produce because the Rangers aren't producing him to where he needs to be. And I think with Cockney he's still trying to figure his game out because Montreal – never did it right with him i think in the fact with where he was last year is the 4c you can't expect him to just go from 4c to second c and get this contract and then automatically be on fire that's just not how it works you've got to give him time to produce and well, that's why his that line with, has never been the same
2: you you saw that with svechnikov being re-signed too he was on a hot yeah, tear he, at the yeah, end of his contract he gets a big paycheck and, and all and of a Luke, sudden there's a little yeah. bit of a slump
0: well, uh, well, a lot people, well, a lot of people were thinking though too. Svetchikov also had a slow start to his career as well, and then he finally kicked in in gear as well. So that's the thing is like, you have to give guys time to figure stuff out and figure out the lines out. And that's why I think with Kokanev, people are like, "Well, well, he's not he's not earning his five million dollars. He's not doing this and this and this." But we haven't given him a full season as the two C with a full line. Like, why, is just... line? Re- why is it called the confidence
3: line? That's the why is it called the confidence line? Oh, you tell us, Colin. Confidence. 'Cause they all struggled with confidence. In different points of their career they've all struggled with confidence. And at exactly. this point it looks like Natchez and Svechnikov or, or above it. They they finally broken that wall. And that's great for them. And everyone here is very proud, hopefully everyone who's listening, very proud. Khaganyemi has it. Um I haven't been to every practice, but every practice I've been to. He takes time by himself to work on his shot. Every single one I've been to. And you can watch him in games. He's he does all the little things right. His back check, mwah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he,
3: he he just well I should say he just couldn't seem to produce. More recently, he's been producing, which is why mm-hmm. I didn't love him yeah. to move down to the line. But he, you know, my name is Rod Brendamore, so I have he, to sit down. And he that.
1: like can't buy a goal because like he is like if you look, he has some like really close chances. Yeah, but, like, he, the goaltender is either on a hot streak and they've, like, taken away that one angle he just got. Well, that's not, or just ten- he's that's not the his
2: fault. We have a tendency yes. to make goalies look really yeah, good Yeah. So, but, so. like, <laughs>
1: if you look, like, he does have good opportunities. And it's not like he's whipping. It's not like he's shooting wide all the time. Like, he's got good opportunities. Um, and now the moment you brought up uh, Svetch and Nature, So this is technically KK's second year with us. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Second second so year with is, us. And it's like his first year as the two C with so th- playmakers on either side of him, not just Nebuchadnezzar. Step on Martinok. So
1: we talk about the sophomore slump. Technically, this year is KK's sophomore year with us. And that's yeah. and honestly, for a sophomore year with us where things aren't really being consistent right now, and he got put into a higher role, he's not really in a slump that Nature's had. Or that Svetch had. So like, I'm not upset with where he is. I think if we give him, like we're saying, consistency, he will will start, you'll start seeing him produce more.
3: I find it fascinating that you just put that on a sophomore slump because earlier this season, it was actually in the preseason, Rod was asked about uh, sophomore slumps because of Jarvis. And Rod himself infamously did not play well his second season in the league. And Rod was like, yeah, the sophomore slump doesn't exist. Like, It's not the player the wide majority of the time. They're not playing worse than they did the previous year. It's one, the league knows who they are. The mm-hmm. league knows how, what, how they're going to play within that team system. Mm-hmm. And then everyone now know, like all the fans and media in that local market, knows what the person can produce. So they start raising the expectations on them immediately. They're like, okay, cool. Well, Kakademi got, what was it, like 20? No, it was 30-something points last year. Okay, well, he should get 45 to 50 to 60 this year. No, it, it, it doesn't work like that, actually. No, it's not... you,
0: you, yeah, you can't go from fourth-line minutes to second-line minutes. And all, like, oh, well, he's on the second line. He'll start getting yeah. double the ice time, double the points. Not how it works. Like, you just yeah. – you can't just have a jump like that and it'll immediately start producing like that. I mean, what's that like – Dar- like with Jarvis – has, he's been playing really well this year. Has he also been able to score goals at times? Yes, sometimes no. But I mean, you're talking about a guy who's also been bouncing up and down the lineup, and this is his second season with the team too. Like like you said, Colin, people have tape. That's why you have media. That's why you have video coaches. That's why you have game plans. That's why you got all this stuff going on behind the scenes to figure teams out. And that's why it's kind of like, I understand you want, you want some expectations for this team, but you also have to be realistic with how the team is too with all these guys. and I think with cock I and mean, yummy, people are always like just thinking, oh, he's making almost $5 million. He should be scoring every night. No, because Rod has also said this. And we've said this multiple times on the podcast. It's not how you're doing on the score sheet. Are you helping your team win? That's what matters. Like with Jordan stall, everyone wanted to give Jordan stall a whole lot of grief last year. Cause Oh, he can't score goals. He's just a guy. well, He's a guy who's been doing really well, shutting down the opposing best lines consistently all last year and this year. It's like, are you doing your job? If you're doing your job and the team is winning, that's what matters. Score sheet. Yes, score sheets does matter and stuff like that, too. But you also have like a context of are you working in the system to help the team win?
3: Every team has a player that the fan base has decided is their liability, whether it's for cap purposes or not. And for the longest time, like almost the entire 10 years he's been here. Actually, is it more than 10 years now? It has been a long time. It's been a a, a long time. That Jordan Stahl's been here, he was the bag. It was, well, he gets $6 million for Jordan Stahl. Are you insane? And at times, it kind of looked like we were. But long term, no, it's excuse me but freaking jordan stall i was gonna swear but i didn't you're welcome Um, (laughs) you can (laughs) oh can i i already felt it myself it's like i'll I'll (laughs) never. but and then last year as you know expectations are obviously production wise or dropping for jordan stall as he ages so last year they transitioned from jordan stall is the worst thing to happen to the hurricanes since ever to Martin Natures is the worst thing to happen to the hurricanes since I, I, I want to make fun of someone but I don't so I'm not gonna say it um and then this year Natures is producing you can't say Natures is the worst thing of all time well we need someone new well cock and yinny welcome you 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 got to relax last year not having to be tormented by Montreal media and now Rhea's well, no, that, that
2: still ha- yeah it's just yeah, no. I highly
3: doubt he's checking like Montreal Twitter though and it is yeah. it's funny like Montreal is in such a bad place that offer sheet was over a year ago now and it's mm-hmm. still like they wake up every morning he's like "Yeah, but he's still not good yeah but all still willing to come here I was like okay guys no one cares but <laughs> my overall I mean, point is he's just the punching bag this year and yeah. hopefully it will change
0: hey t- we'll talk about martin he just uh, real quick just um just saying like you know there's someone on this podcast that's kind of said that you know Give him some time. He'll figure it out. I think he's figured yeah, it I out.
2: Wonder, I, I wonder who that was.
0: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think Eric did bring it up that there was a certain host on this podcast that is associated with Martin Nietzsche's because of the fact that he said he was on his hype train since the offseason. This guy. I think it was not Josh. Enough,
1: enough. Josh Josh never gave up on Nietzsche's, right? <laughs>
0: well, well that's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a super fan, but he's not a host of the podcast. so. There, there there is a little bit of that but i mean not like, yet <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just it's it's the, like i said with cocking and mean it's like we i understand that there's expectations for this team but you real realism has to set in at some point like you can't just expect guys to immediately get double the minutes to then immediately start popping off to where they're knocking you know 50 points a season and it's just that's just not that's not hockey that's not how hockey. I just works. realized,
3: like, Bailey. Did you ever give your lines, or Zach? Did you ever give your lines with Patrick in them? No, <laughs> no. We, or did we, we get to that say, sidetracked? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Colin walking the, the
3: search cast. cast. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. <Yeah>. Okay, it's <laughs>
2: no. So my lines look, I think, very similar to your guys's, if not the same. Um, I think, and I, something I've seen kind of floating around hockey Twitter, um, I don't think, uh, Tara Beinin and Natchez ever need to touch a line with each other. Um, I just do not like how that has worked out in the past. Um, but again, that could also just kind of play into that consistency factor that we've kind of been talking about. I just, I've never really liked the chemistry and production that I've seen from them. Um, so Teravine Aho, Jarvis. And this may be a little bit of a hot take. I love baby Jarvis. Maybe slot him down for Pacioretty. Maybe. Hot take. So I,
3: yeah, I can go ahead and <laughs> as co-host. I may know. Maybe.
2: And so it's okay. When it gets to that point. Cause it, I, and this is just kind of playing around with things. So, so leave, leave, calm down, Colin. Um, mm. I personally <laughs> really, really like the idea of keeping, uh, KK, Svetch and Natchez together. Um, because it's again that consistency factor like we we're we we're kind of talking about with uh, Martinuk, Stahl, and Foss playing together is we've seen a lot of really good things especially towards the beginning of the season because you think about it we brought in Max Pacioretty to be a top six guy uh, I don't think Nature's KK, and Svech were originally supposed to play together I don't know if the plan was to break up that top line and slot him in there, which is why I'm saying it could go either way. I think
3: Rod never, I, if Rod told me that he never actually plans his lines, it wouldn't surprise me.
2: No. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either. And I have this conversation with so many people about how this is it. Like the Canes never have set lines. Like you you can't sit here and predict. Like And people don't understand that.
3: Like, other fan bases will be like, "Well, Carolina's second line." I'm like, "Well, which one?" And like, a lot well, of fans of, are you
2: a lot of fans from other fan bases will also argue that that's why we are not a as good of a team as we should be.
3: Listen, we're second in the league? Get off my back! I yeah,
2: yeah I was gonna say I I, I argue back with it and saying that it adds to versatility and I think it's really useful to have players who can be slotted in with other guys and we can still perform well off
3: Wait. of it. By fans of other fan bases, don't you? Well, members of other fan bases, don't you mean your boyfriend, Grant? Is well, he's one of them, but I've I've
2: talked to others as well who feel the same
3: way. Yeah, no, I've had awesome many conversations fans. where they try to talk to me, like, "Well, your guys' second line isn't as good as it should be." And it's like we don't have a second line. It's Rod doesn't not number his lines because he doesn't like to put an order on it. It's because
2: I mean, you no think about excluding... it. We don't. We also
1: we also have more healthy players than they do right now.
2: Okay, and I'm not just talking about Avalanche <laughs> fans, <because>, um, guys. <laughs> no, but you also think about it too. We don't start our top line uh, no. for games. We start our third line. Jordan Stahl takes the. We line. start. We start line. the. Really- we
1: start the hot line. We start yeah. the it, line that he thinks will either be matched up well against the other team, or we start the hot line because he knows he knows the other team that we're playing against. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know. I personally, just kind of seeing the hot start that they got off to, I would like to see Nature's KK, and Svetch kind of stay on the same line. Keep our grit line together with Martin Oaks, Dahl, and Faust. And then the fourth line... Um, would be Nason, Stasny Jarvis, maybe in my opinion. But again, this could be jumbled around. You could switch guys out. I would honestly really kind of like to see some jumbling around to kind of see what works better. But as of right now, Pat, I, I I agree with you guys in saying Pacioretty, I don't think is going to see top six minutes in his first maybe two, three games back. Maybe maybe just the first and second. And, and I think that's largely in part because Patriot is not – Vegas played a completely different game of hockey than Carolina does. So getting him some third, fourth line minutes is a kind of great way to sit and kind of ease him into the system. But, again, he was brought onto the team to play top six minutes. And I think eventually we'll kind of see that. And we may see some players that don't deserve – to be taken off those top six, drop down. I don't think it should be KK. So I
1: That's, I yeah. see flexibility with Jarvis. You're right. I mean, to be fair. Th- to be fair. <laughs> Stop saying that.
3: Were you guys sponsored <laughs> by Letter Kinney and you just never talked about it? Is that what this is?
1: <laughs> I mean Um So just like with I think with KK and Stasny, Stasny has the experience and the time in the yeah. league. Whereas so does patches over Jarvis, so I could see that flexibility of Jarvis being pulled down and given a little bit less time, um, but no, I I agree with you. It's it's a good problem we have.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I and and again, I would love to keep Jarvis up on that top line if I absolutely could. If we could have four top lines, it, like I I would absolutely do it. But right. again, with the way that Rod plays the game, a lot of times the lines don't stay the same throughout the entire game. He kind of changes them up based on need. And And if you do have Jarvis and KK on the bottom,
1: the fourth line, they might get, if they're playing really well, they're going to get
2: more minutes than you would a normal fourth line
1: probably would.
2: Again, saying I'm moving down, uh, moving Jarvis down to the fourth line isn't really the insult that some people might think it is. Because, I mean, we see a lot of production from our fourth line or quote unquote fourth line. Mm-hmm. I too, mean, so. yeah. It's... I feel like Zach has some takes here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I watching his face.
1: I mean... I've been he watching his face while latched. all three of us have been talking, yeah. and I'm like, what is he
0: going to say?
3: <laughs> he wanted to be last, just so he can be like, listen, you guys are all stupid.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, if. It makes sense what everyone's saying, and it's it's one of those things with patches. Like We all kind of thought he was going to come into the top six when, when he signed with the team, and then him being out for a while, then you see where the kind of the team is at. You want to try to mess with the chemistry as less as possible, and I understand with the third line. The third line in the last, I don't know how many games, I think the Canes tweeted out, like I think it was the other day, if I can find it real quick, because it was about those three together. Yeah, uh, in the last five games, the third lines produced nineteen points between the, the three of them. Yeah, so I, and I
3: trade them all.
2: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and the,
0: and the thing for me is like the w- the way I put that tweet out about Patrick coming back for me, it's not a this isn't going to be the lines every single night. It's just this is why I think it's going to be when he comes back to ease him back into the system.
2: Why didn't you I, preface that then?
0: <laughs> you
3: have 140 characters. Get off his back.
0: <laughs> Just doing the names alone is already a, like that's why, that's why, that's why you. Sh-
1: that's why you shorten them to their uh, nicknames. Nicknames. Yeah.
3: But, but you still have to. What, KK?
1: You already of, cut out like 10 letters.
3: <laughs> you still have to list 12 guys. It's like that's still so many characters. So you can, be you like, can also you can also subtweet you can
1: also tweet under your tweet with your no one reads
3: Twitter threads cat that's, that's <laughs> trust me I, no I'll show you my analytics it doesn't happen I've tried it
1: it doesn't maybe just not yours
3: <laughs> people love some of my tweets okay some of my tweets yeah, are very key, popular keyword
2: some keyword some. <laughs>
3: Listen. How many times like has a, Mike no, you're Sondheim not to me. liked your tweets? That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Anyways, keep. You were saying, Zach. Uh... <laughs> oh, this to be a long podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the 50th episode. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's like,
0: hey, how come Zach doesn't talk very much on the podcast anymore? Well, let me see what happened was. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He went from talking for an hour and a half by himself to getting a co-host, so we'd only have to talk for forty-five minutes. To get another co-host, to only have to talk for thirty. And then he brought on a guest, so he could do a quick fifteen and go home. Like, and the
0: fact that both my co-hosts are literally the exact same person—it's just the spider yeah, that one was and on was... you.
3: That, was...
2: that, yeah, that's all your fault, bud. <laughs>
0: hey, when you try and garner talent, you gotta make sacrifices somewhere. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't but, think it was
2: a bad choice.
3: <laughs> no. Of course, you would say nah. that. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anywho.
2: Lines. Go.
0: So, I, I understand that bringing up the third line. And for me, it's like I can't first game back. I just don't see patches being on the fourth line. Or as my Twitter likes to meth, mess with me and put Patches. I, I love that guy,
2: Patches. He's, he's my favorite NHL player. I, I, don't, I, 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 don't, know, I don't I don't know. know.
0: I don't know where the G came from because I didn't click. Uh, that was I don't know. So what are it's you not talking about I love
1: patches.
0: Oh my goodness! That's <laughs> patches.
1: A- that's patches after he gets back from his injury. That's his new name.
3: <laughs> no, it's, pa- it's I think that's who after patches. Patches is like six shots deep, and that's when
0: he becomes <laughs> Patches <laughs> Pack- after dark. Um, that's why I had to ask.
1: That's why when I heard the can cracking, I had to ask what Zach was was uh drinking there because we had to
0: make sure pag just wasn't coming out it's a, it's a, it's a diet coke in my very awesome primal x hockey koozie shout out to our amazing sponsors at primo uh Woo! for being for being our og sponsor of the show we'll talk about them in a little bit it's not that time yet <laughs> but getting back to the lines if I may, please. Thank no. you very much.
2: <laughs> Next subject. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> line, took change. Too long. Next. line change. I, I, I need a line change. Bail you're out.
1: <laughs> that power play was unsuccessful. Line change.
0: Something something that the Hurricanes in this podcast have in common. The power play did not work out too well. <laughs> you're losing Anywho. your sniper
2: if they would job, just trade
3: awesome. aho the power play would get better like, honestly, <laughs> just pointing that out Mom man <laughs> i mean
0: hey i'm technically i'm technically the jordan stall The the groups so i should be retiring after this season on the podcast so i mean
3: <laughs> i was so confident about that this offseason by the way Looks like, so he was confident he was going to be retiring at the end of the year, and then his forced media interview. He was like, "Yeah, that's stupid. Who would think that?" And I was like, "Okay, Jordan, come back." I down. think he right. wants the
1: cup too much. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, so
0: for me, it's like for Patch Ready. It's like I, I don't want to see him go on the fourth line. His first game back. That's why I kind of thought that didn't make sense. And then I was looking at the top six. With the top six, like we want the confidence line back. That's why I'm like I put that out there. It's like the confidence line needs to be put back together. It was working It just, we need that consistency because that's where people are like well kk's not doing so good but we've talked about it if you give him a consistent line he's gonna be fine that's what he was doing for most of the season you know the first part of the of the season that's why i think we need to go back to that the first line was working together those three work fine it is what it is and that's why i'm like for me it's like it would make sense but patches on the third line starting out with him being back he's not a quote-unquote fourth line guy there's no lines, but let's just say that he's not in that range. And we really need to stop acting like the fourth line is a, Oh, you're the worst player on the team. Go play there. That's just not how that's the fourth not line how it is. works
2: with us. Yeah. Well,
0: well not anymore. I think in the, in the new, in the new age of eighth in the NHL, especially with certain teams, the fourth line isn't a, you are an absolute terrible hockey player, but we can't send it down to the minor. So here's the fourth line. That's just not how it is. But I just don't see Patrick being down there. That's why I kind of slot him in the third line. I did say I understand that you don't break up the third line. And I'm not trying to say it's a permanent breakup. It's just a hey, we got to get Patrick back in some game shape and get him back into the flow. Let's put him on the most consistent line we have on this team with Faust and Stahl. That's why I kind of have those two together still because those two work. Because you just add whoever you want on that left wing. They're going to be fine. That's kind of why it did that. It's not. I, a, I
2: will say though, I think adding Martinook there has given him the boost of confidence that he's needed this season.
0: I and mean, I agree with because that. That's he's what I'm, performed I, really well there. Yeah, and I'm not saying Martinook is going to be. He's like, this is the lines, and that's going to be it. It's over. No, it was just a quick. Here's a what it's going to be like when he's first back, and we'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. It's just when you look at the top, you can't take Nietzsche's and, and Svechnikov out. They're playing out of their minds. They're playing great hockey. You know, Ajo, he's our 1C that's kind of a no-brainer. Jarvis, he's been playing really well. Tara Vinen, you really can't take him out of the top six either. So it's kind of like, what do you do with your top six? And that's my, kind of where I'm struggling with Where do you put Patch already? Because, like, yeah, you you have to take someone out. But it's like, Nietzsche has not played center at all in the NHL. So you know how he's going to be. And he's been playing phenomenal as the right wing. I don't want to take him out of a zone that he's been playing so well in this season. Given the fact that he just got a new, was it, two, three-year contract? Like, I don't want to mess with that. Like, I don't want to mess with his confidence of of how he's been playing. He's been playing on the wing. He's been playing very well. You don't want to mess that up. That's why I don't want to see him get knocked out of that position. But, like, the thing is, uh, there's really no other center. Supposedly, Jarvis is, because he's listed on, on... hockey websites as like a as a wing slash center that's never going to happen this, uh, if, the thing is like there's there's no real if other Jarvis centers. gets a shot
3: at center before nature's i think nature's would literally kill rod like <laughs> I, I don't well, see especially
1: because he asked he asked yeah about it. and jarvis is probably like i don't i didn't i didn't want this i mean yeah, i, I didn't choose no it. I <laughs> to I, it, it's ring. not
0: gonna it's not gonna happen that's what i'm saying though it's like other than niches there's no really other center on the top six, and yeah, you could see you can put him over there, but he's been playing too well as a wing to take him out of that slot to put him in the center spot. So really, like, that's why for me, that's why it made more sense to put Pacioretty on the third line to get him back going and then figure out at some point. It's just that that's and like what me and Cav talked about, you know, you know on Twitter or over other media is the fact that this is a good problem to have where you have too much talent and not enough space, but it's like who do you take out of the top six that's going to make sense for yeah. the team. The only one and? you really take out is Cockney Emmy, but you don't want to do that though. Cause you just put him there to give him, to get him used to being the two C because everyone saw him as the two C when Trocheck left. So why you want to take him out now? Just because Patrick is back, which he's still only, he's only here for a one year. He's not a permanent guy unless we give mm-hmm. him a, a bigger contract. So even then, do you really want to, do you really want to stunt Cockney Emmy another season just for a rental in Pacharetti, which was already going to be one year. Now you're talking four months, five months at the best, depending on how how deep our our playoff run is. You're talking yeah. maybe half a season. I'd rather have Kokayemi keep getting better for the next eight seasons rather than just have a guy who's going to be here for another six months get a shot over him in the top six. But I, I agree. I understand where it's coming this. from. That's a
3: really good point. That is a terrifically good point can't believe i'm gonna, like i can't believe i said it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's why I like that's
0: why I like, that's why i like having discussions like this because it's like it's, we all have different ideas of how it should work and stuff like that but for me it's i'd rather have a long-term solution rather than a short-term fix well
1: that's and kind that's of the thing I... with we're excited to have patches in like i'm excited to see him play oh i'm so hyped I love about it, it. But I'm, it's I'm, I'm weird because, it. especially now that we have, I mean, in of course, in November when we had our slump, all of us were like, "Oh, I can't wait for patches to get back." Like, we need something. But now they have found their groove; they're playing well together. And you're like, "It'd be great to have this guy in here." I don't want to mess with the chemistry. I like it's it's a hard thing because you're like, "I want the guy in, but I don't want to mess with the chemistry." Right. Um,
0: so mess that's with how the chemistry <laughs> is less as possible, and that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, that's what the chemistry of this team right now. I that's- will
1: stand by the the viewpoint in my household um, is last season. I mean, love them for game seven, but last season we pulled in Domi. We slot him into a team that had chemistry together, but we put him around in different spots. And I think we lost team chemistry. I honestly do. Um, we hadn't spent the season with the guy. And he just wasn't going to do what we, he wasn't like a sudden fix to help us. Um, I thought he was going to be our extra when we had someone hurt, but instead he started slotting in like a normal, like over guys that had waited to get in the lineup all season. Um, so I, yeah, uh, team chemistry is above any player in my opinion. Um, it, it'd be nice. Like, again, I think the first couple games having him on a lower line just to get him some minutes, but not overwork him. To get back into the game get him used to playing with guys he's still gonna play on the power play correct so he's still
0: so, gonna make yeah, it's impact. Like just, yeah it's not like he's just designated for the third line or the fourth line and that's it. no he's gonna be in a power play unit that's what we brought him in. we brought him in for his scoring ability it's just the thing is that's what i'm saying you don't want to mess with the too much of the chemistry right off the bat just for a short stint of yeah. him being here that's why like i said you put them on a lowered line. You give them on the power play units. You work them in another area, areas. So just don't mess with how the. If now let's just say this, like what Kat said, November different story. Let's just say the Kings are fighting for a wild card spot. You know this team's been struggling. Number one goalie is out. patcheretti is out. Andrekash is out. The defense is the defense right now. Like just say the defense is struggling. They can't figure it out with the third pair. Blah 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 blah. It would be a different story if the Hurricanes were fighting for a wild card spot or fighting for the top three in the division. That's where you can be like, okay, where can we throw slot Patrick in the top six? Who do we move out of that area, move them down? That's a different story. Unfortunately, right now this team is playing too well to where I just I don't want to mess with it too much. And that's why I think I'd rather have a long-term success with Cockney Sting where he's at, giving him – the confidence line back together rather than having, oh, let's make a cup run right now with a guy who might not even be a hurricane after the season. Cause mm, I don't, so- guys, I don't see the Keynes giving him money to stay here. We don't got the space, especially we got to get Ajo back. We got to get Slavin back at some point. Pesci, Brady almost the entire Ford court needs to come back. And we got to figure out our backup goalie next year. Cause guess what? Outside of, uh, out of, uh, Piotr, we don't have a backup goalie. Heck, we don't even have a third string goalie right now if you want to look at it. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of moving parts after this season. Like even after yeah. after like what after the next season, we have <clears throat> three guys locked up. Three. Again,
2: I bring I bring back uh Joel's hourglass analogy. So,
0: it's, yeah, we're we're, we're in we're, that spot. We're yeah, in the we're...
2: pinch, and it's gonna be hard to. I I I want to say that I believe in this team's grit and determination, and that no matter who they bring back, they could do it. Just because, I mean, maybe that's me as a delusional, naive fan. <laughs> But at the same time, too, you got to think, I mean, this, there are a lot of guys who we consider crucial to this team who aren't slotted to come back right now. And it's, it kind of makes you wonder how much longer, how many more years do we have a shot at this?
3: this so. is, I've... I don't think Waddell thinks in windows. And I know how crazy that sounds to like a hockey mind. But may, maybe it's yeah. not Waddell. maybe it's Tulsky, or maybe it's Dundon. With this, I think I th- it, it's the
0: whole it's the whole front office. Yeah, like, the front office
3: thinks so differently compared to any other front office that has ever existed in the hundred plus years. They're of the they're,
0: they're playing they're playing four they're playing D chess.
3: Yeah, it's not well, even they factors. have somehow created a fifth dimension, and they're playing five D chess. Like that is what they do.
0: That makes sense. I don't.
3: I so I don't know like. I understand why other fan bases don't understand why we constantly change our lives. Because that's not what happens. No, it it doesn't
2: make sense to somebody who doesn't understand the system. Yeah.
3: But are you going to sit down in front of Rod Brindamore in his office in the building where his two conference um, division banners are hanging with his Jack Adams sitting on the shelf? And be like, listen, man, I don't think you're making the right choices. Of course not. That's insane. Mm -mm. And for as much as... We can complain while the team keeps shifting around, or like if if ready is a rental, that's amazing because we paid literally nothing for it. And if we win a cup off it, it's amazing. And if we don't win a cup off it, well, it was fun while it lasted. But that's—I don't think what i don't think the management group thinks in a window because every year they try to find that. Well, if this works out, it's amazing, and if it doesn't, who cares? Like. As well that's why as, I'm
2: saying the whole yeah, I, know. I I wanna believe that we well, could do it no well, matter what our roster looks this is, like. But.
3: this will be a controversial take, but with TDA, they took so much freaking heat over TDA and they didn't care because like, well, is he gonna produce? Like, will he make the team better than it would have been without him? Which
2: and This is kind of a controversial thing within fan bases, too, but uh, I I guess I look at things a little bit differently because a lot of times you see athletes and they're these multimillionaire kind of guys and you tend to take the person out of the player. And I feel like a lot of times, sometimes that's what our front office does. And they look at it more of like a production business kind of mindset. Cause you got to think Don Waddell's a businessman, Uh, Tom Dundon, he's a businessman. Um, They're, they're running it. That's really all hockey teams are. It's a business. The NHL is a business and that's what they're kind of looking at the players as is their assets and their guys that are going to produce. And at the end of the day, they are going to be bringing me money. I, maybe this is just the empathetic side of me too, but it comes down to, okay, wh- who am I putting my money into? Am I, it, like, I, I wanna be able to look at, okay, pass the whole, oh, you're a player on my screen, scoring goals and uh, producing for this team. But what are you doing outside of the game that's also contributing to uh, you as a person? That's so.
3: more of a, a small market thing too. Yeah, when, no, and I, I understand that. Hard, yeah. it was like a needed part. Like if you wanted to be mm-hmm. on the roster, you had to participate in the community or uh, take the rally ice caps. Uh, mm-hmm. Watch that space. Anyways, um, when they were <laughs> here, those players had to participate in the community, and that's mm-hmm. not. Like modern day hockey, that's not a thing.
2: Right. Yeah. And so that's why and why and why I bring up the NHL is a business. And I, I understand that's why they look at it. But it also you brought up a great point in saying our front office is a lot different than other business-minded front offices as well. So it's it's just kind of interesting to kind of see those moving parts as opposed to what other fan bases are kind of used to. I purely think if our front office was
1: like other front offices, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had Martin Huck as long
3: as we have. Oh, absolutely. And it's, we, we and it's paid Martin off. Now. Like, 100%, mm-hmm. he would not be here, right?
1: And now. it's paid off. Like, I mean, I will I will gladly take back all of my criticism. I think he's he's done so well this season. I mm-hmm. still, it scared me, the living bejesus out of me for a long time, seeing first line, Martin Huck, and I was the first one to be like, I man, still I love the think- guy. Yeah. But he's... but. I was like, oh, but he's just not to the caliber we need. And now he's been like, nope. And I honestly, back- I think the, the front office banked on his locker room personality
2: and his role as captain. Again, he is an asset. And I think that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the, uh, some of, uh, most of the, okay, I'm looking at you as a person. This is how you're contributing. That, that's, I think, the biggest thing that they see in Martinuk is that he wow. is somebody who's going to help energy it was
0: yeah with the hurricanes it's more of a our, it, this is a culture team this is not a that's why people are like well you don't have superstars on this team I was, like a, this like, like, I was gonna bring this up I you don't have a marshawn you don't have a poster knock you don't have a Connor McDavids you don't have blah 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 the thing is we we do have superstars. They're just a little bit more quiet about it. Of course, no one really, no one really looks at the Hurricanes because we don't have superstars
2: market. in the sense they're no, they're like Connor McDavid or
1: and Austin
2: Matthews.
1: And the one person that they deem our superstar has been out for the past couple games, and we've done fine.
0: Mm-hmm. And my point being is the fact that this is a this this is a team with ever since Rod took over and how with this front office group and how this team has been built. This is a team that's, are you going to fit into our system? If you don't fit in our system, you might not stay here a long-term and stuff like that. And that's why I think with like with Martin, he stayed for a long time because he's a guy who, who knows the system. He does his job. Like I said about Jordan Stahl, he does his job in the system that's built around. And that's why he's a captain. That's why he does all the things that are not on the score sheet. Like him and Jasper Faust, those are system guys that work together very well. That's why that third line is always consistent. That's why you look at the defense. That's why Jacob Slavin is one of the best shutdown defensemen in the entire league. Thank you, Frank Salarelli, for finally saying something about that. I know Mm -hmm. someone on TikTok recently on this podcast has mentioned that before, but I mean, you know, we're here or there. (laughs) But it's like you look at Brett Pesci, guy's been here for a long time, not a stat packing, a stat packer in terms of defense, does his job. Brady Shea, same way.
2: They're Can one you, of the top defensive lines in the league right now.
0: Exactly, and so. then you bring in Brent Burns for three more years. Ah, oh, Brent Burns is old; he's not going to do anything. I think Brent Burns has been totally fine with the Hurricanes because he does his job. Does, I think he's he, still
2: trying to find his groove a bit, but he's he
1: has he has days. adjustment. Yeah, yeah, he has adjustment, and I will be. I'll be honest. Every time when a goal is scored against, most most recently and most goals when it's been when Burns has been on the ice against us
0: Slavin hasn't been
1: with him just saying it was in transition times and he was yeah without and,
0: his uh, and the thing, he is an off- he's an offensive <laughs> defenseman he he's an offensive defenseman that still does a better job than what TDA did of course you know it's TA cuz he never played defense but at least with Burns he can play defense for the most part but his offensive production is still better we look at the third you look at the third pair Calvin Ahan and Jalen Shaffield have been another shutdown group. Like, our defense is totally fine. And that's what I'm saying this is a team built on a system. This is a team that's built on chemistry, on a culture. That's why it works here in Carolina with the guys that we have. And that's why, for me, it's like I don't want us to just go get dudes because of their names. Are you going to work for this team? Are you going to do what is necessary for this team to win? And that's why Tolski and everyone else, I think Dunn is the, all right, not Dunn but Waddell is the face, the face of as, as the GM, but it's Tolski and everyone else behind him because Walt Ruff has said it too. It's those names behind the scenes that should get the, more, get the most praise because they do their jobs. The scouts for the NHL side and in Europe for the amateurs and in the States. They go and find the talent that's going to work for the team. And I think that's why it works so well here for Carolina is the fact that we are a... Chemistry system cultured team that makes sense. And that's why I'm glad we're not a big market. We're going to just drop money and go get everybody because that's just not how it works. Because we see how it works with these teams that have big names like the Toronto Maple Leafs 40 million and four guys can't get out of the first round.
1: All right, Zach, I got a question for you then. And yeah. I guess for our listeners and for Colin and Bailey, um, speaking of um that we have star players that aren't really like considered star players. Um, so a big spicy question. Would you give up your star player if it guaranteed you a cup?
3: Mm.
2: Absolutely.
1: Here's
3: a here's a really interesting thing. Who that do you here? think that star player would be that's, from us too? Because I don't think we would have right. the same opinion.
0: Yeah, because here's here's my thing though. Because obviously think-
1: for other people it'd be like McKinnon or McDavid.
0: Here, but. here's here. We're, talk, we're, talk, we're talking. Let's just talk about the Carolina Hurricanes as a whole, because uh, this is a team we talk about. For <laughs> me, it, I think you have to I'm, look I'm a at.
3: Fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here?
0: <laughs> My for me, it's like the I think you ask anyone. There's a different opinion on who that star player is, like Colin said. And the, for me, it's like, okay, if you're giving up that star player to guarantee yourself a cup. I mean, is it is it gonna be beneficial to win for that one cup, or do you want to keep the guy to win multiple cups as well? Like I said, that's that's a short term I love the question, but there's a there's a lot of context that has to go around that question. Because a little, before we get d- deep dive into this, Colin, who do you think the star player is for the hurricanes?
3: Who do I think other people think it is, or in my opinion? No, 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 no. No, no, this, oh, this who do you is, I think it, it is. is. This I'm actually interested opinion. to
2: hear both sides of uh, well, each of your answers.
3: It, it, uh, mine is definitely Svetch. Svetch is like the moment of this team right now. No offense to Aho, but Thorf- Dundon's forced year. We get Aho. Rod becomes co- – uh, not Aho, excuse me. Svetch and Bryndamore becomes coach. And then as the team has progressed and built this terrific storyline over the past five seasons, Svetch has progressed with the team. So every time the team takes a step forward, Svetch takes it a step forward. Also, Bailey yawned after she asked me to do this. But anyways. <laughs> um, I
2: was trying to laugh silently. So I'm, <laughs> I'm working on six hours and less of sleep. Leave me alone.
3: That sounds like a great night's sleep. But oh, so what, what, what,
2: after working what, 10 hour days, four days in a row, you leave me alone. All right, continue,
1: Colin. Continue. No. What, what, I one one
3: definitely my pick it off. That's what I'm saying. Six hours is. Okay, so you
1: think it? You think it's fed? I think it's fed, but on a national
3: level, other people just looking at the team are going to say it's auto because it's very surface level. So they're gonna be like, "Well, he's the one C." Does a certain
2: rookie goalie start to play into this conversation a little bit, though?
3: Mm. It's no, because Uh no one believes he's real, and that's why he got snubbed (laughs) for the three stars last week. Because no, no No one one believes
2: he's real.
3: I don't remember He's the mythical
1: He's a mythical <laughs> Russian beast that challenged Marshall in though. one game. Like,
3: <laughs> I, I don't remember who tweeted it, but someone was like, we just shouldn't consider Carolina goalies uh, for awards because their defense is so good it makes them look I good. saw that. No, that's that. absurd. Like, that is the stupidest never... thing I've ever heard.
1: They said, we should never consider Carolina goalies because whoever plays for Carolina, they are immediately good goalies. I was like, that makes no sense. It makes no
2: sense. No. <laughs>
0: I mean, Scott Darling would like to have a I word. was, yeah, That's I was gonna I'm say
2: kidding, Scott Darling but, said Carolina but, is the place goalies go to die. So, uh,
0: but, oh, he did
1: say that. That man but, made me lose a piece of my soul. One game, I can't. Uh, but
0: uh, I, I, uh, I also, he did, th- I also the, I he did. He did play. In, he did play in the dark ages of the Hurricanes. So there's also that factor as well. Uh, it's a little. It's a little. But goalies don't go to die here. I mean, Cam Ward would like Cry to have a word. me a yeah.
2: river.
1: Pia Marazic, imagine. James
0: Reimer, Nedeljkovic.
1: As much as we make other goalies look good when we play them, we do help out our – I think we bring out potential in good goalies. I do think that because I think that they – when a goalie – so we were playing – when we played Chicago last and morazic came out and um, our friend – Beth was very much just very morazic to come out. And that's true. He is a very aggressive goalie. I think he would come out and he does more of those like off the wall, like thing when he doesn't trust the defense in front of him. I think goalies, get more comfortable and play better when they trust who is in front of them coming from someone that played goalie at soccer i would do that so i would think it'd be the same in hockey
0: i mean i mean well Piotr's also a madman because we all saw what he did to uh the the bruins where he just came way out of the net and did a spectacular save so i mean he's also russian so he's got the russian gas and just like no f's to give so i mean Oh, look, look.
2: Also, there's
0: also I would the Kyotr copter from practice pack, earlier today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The celebration after stopping Svechnikov, And there's also the paddle save, which was just, let me just say, very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, Colin. So you're saying it's is as your guy, yeah, but everyone else thinks it's him. Aho. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. well you, you want to you, trade him. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, when you we'll talk go to the training or not trading. think
3: it's Aho? Like when you talk to other fans, they almost always think it's Aho. Yeah, very rarely uh, do they even know other players.
0: I, yeah, I, I think I think we should do the um. Let's go. Let's get everyone's player and then who they think it is, and then we'll dive into will you trade them or not. So, Cat, who is your player, and who do you think everyone else picks as our star for the Hurricanes?
1: I agree that I think everyone says it's Aho, um, and I want to also say Svech, but also. I think our team has success. Not like I think our team has success because of our defensive core. Honestly, she's going to say no! No, I knew this was coming. I do this. No, no. I'm saying, well, it would be slave. Okay, no. I I want to yeah, say Svech. Like I want. I do want to say Svech. I would say in this scenario, it would probably be Svech that people would be like, give up and then like still win the cup, unfortunately. Um, just because even though I see them as valuable and I don't think th- most people would call them stars, I think it would, I don't even know if it'd be possible in my viewpoint right now if we gave up players like Slavin and Pesci and then won a cup. Like, I don't think. I don't see who would replace them with. So I think they're stars and their own in. I'm gonna say Svech. I have a long winded answer, but I guess it would be Svetch. Um
3: if you're I would not I would on be, the YouTube uh, version, you can see her face wants to say Sleepin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh it does. You can see oh, the uh, inner
1: turmoil going on right now. Cause I have reasons for like those players. I would also have a reason that I would feel terrible if we gave up, if we called him like, I mean, our heart and soul, Jordan Stahl gave him up and then we got a cup in return like that just i don't know if i would that cup would feel the same honestly yeah so it it depends what you mean by star and what you mean by
0: like valuable who's who's the who's the face of the franchise like who's our guy yeah it would be who's the the star player yeah it'd be fetch
1: i hate this question i posed it and i hate it
0: Go ahead. Actually, actually, we can thank Jules for posting that in in our uh, groups on Twitter. So, thank you, Jules. We appreciate you. So, Bailey, who do you think is our star player? Who do you think people think is our star player?
2: So, with it's kind of a similar kind of thing with you guys. I, I think it really depends on who you'd consider a star. And there are a lot of guys who are making cases for themselves this year. Um, who like you guys who are people name. talking
0: about the most? Who are people talking about the most outside of outside of the Hurricanes circles? Who do you think people are, are looking at as the dude for the Hurricanes?
2: It's between Svech and Natchez for me. For you,
0: for you personally, you're talking about for everyone else. Well, no,
2: no, kind of seeing names being thrown around too, because especially when they were kind of on their hot streak for goals, kind of uh, surrounding Svech's hat tricks, Mm -hmm. that was it. Like there were a lot of guys, kind of uh, or people, just on Twitter and social media circles in general, kind of talking about Natus and how the hot streak and uh, he's been on, especially given the lack of production he had last season. Mm-hmm. um so you, you could you could make a case for either of those guys and honestly i wouldn't blame them because those are kind of my star it, who i would it, it could be a toss-up between the two of them for me right now
0: okay Cause you, you think because you
2: think you're getting finesse out of Natus, and you mm-hmm. get a heck of a sniper out of Svetch, so it, it's and a bully on the ice <laughs> yeah so it, and, they're, uh, they're who, two who, different who, players who are stars in their own right
0: and uh special comes also figure out how to do a one time or two so he's just became more dangerous yeah so, so
2: it, it's it are, are you wanting that power aspect or are you wanting that finesse aspect and i think the finesse is kind of what draws people in a little bit more um me personally and i think Natus has had kind of a bigger conversation surrounding him outside of us caniacs so i may go a little off board here and say Natus. Okay. Um, with that said who, oh uh, who, wait hold on
0: for everyone else who do you think who do you think everyone else talks about
2: no so those Natus would be my answer for both
0: Natus for both i think so Okay. As
2: much as I want to say Spech, and I'm trying to be unbiased here because fetch is my current favorite player on the Canes. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to it's play hard. unbiased It's hard I'm to, to play biased. the unbiased game a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that that's truly, I, I see Natchez as a star in his own right. Um, I think especially we talked about and talked about it a little bit before on this episode. Is his confidence has boosted, and I think he's turned out to be a better player, not only as a the face of the team outside of us fans but in in my mind too because it, it's something i i went into this season kind of doubting re-signing well he was him
1: because of his production last season. season yeah yeah so, he struggled last season and teams were still wanting him even though he was yeah. struggling he, Teams were still being like hey do you want to give him up and that just showed that they knew there was a
2: star there Yeah, so my natures would be my answer for both. With that said, if it came to giving him up to win a cup, you could get a yes out of me. So I, I, Josh, Josh,
0: Josh. I I know Josh
2: is gonna hate me for saying the Canes didn't
1: say yes last year though, so they. Yeah. They didn't want to give him up for anyone last year. So Yeah, and
2: I, I I totally get that, but it, it's, it's the risk and reward with certain things. If yeah. you're sitting here saying that no matter what player I give up, we're going to get a cup this season, I've never witnessed a cup. I've been alive for a cup, but I've never witnessed one. And maybe that's just the selfishness in me wanting to see my team hoist something that they've worked so hard for in the last especially five years. Yeah. If it takes giving up somebody to guarantee that, I I feel like this
1: question. I feel like this question is especially hard. Sorry, I know we're waiting on Zach because he's got that look again of what he's just going (laughs) to drop a bomb on us. Um, But I would say this question is especially hard because it's not. Are you going to give up a player for the cup? Which teams do all the time? They have to look at Tyson Jones last
2: season with the Avalanche.
1: They make their (laughs) rosters work to win the cup. Mm-hmm. This one is: Do you give up your star player, the player that everyone that everyone or you assume you need to win the cup? Which makes this a
0: very hard question.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Zach, now your turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, if we're talking about the everyone outside of who we think it's going to be, us personally, I think a lot of people are going to say Aho, just because mm-hmm. it's like it's the, like Colin said, it's the it's the short. Easy, quick answer because he's the face. He's been here for so long. He's got the points, yada, 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 go from there and stuff like that. So that – it kind of makes sense to why people think it would be Ajo. A lot of people now would say Svetlakov because of how he's been playing. He's got the physicality. He's got all the – you know, he's got all the aspects that would make you be like, okay, would you want to do it? Sure. Some people could probably say, okay, maybe Piotr because he's been playing this year. Sure. I mean, I I can see some people saying, well, Jacob Slavin, because he's the top shutdown defenseman on the team. You know, why not? You know, we can guarantee giving him up. You know, would it be possible to go for the cup and do it like that? And for me, I think it's... (laughs) Mine is an interesting pick, because I think this is also looking at a long-term view as well. Because we haven't seen the full potential of this guy, but I I'm think that... a running
2: theme here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a this is the name. I think, I think. Yeah, I think this is a, like a name that like that people are gonna be like, what? But if you think about it long term wise, like just how he's been, it will it will make sense because he's only been with the team for a year and a half now. I think Seth Jarvis will. Be, I think it's Seth Jarvis.
3: There's reports that he was I don't want to say uh, almost traded, but was on table on the table for several transactions in the off season.
0: Oh yeah. Cause people know how good he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going that's why I'm coming out of left field on this one. That I think it's Seth Jarvis, because we know how good he already is, and the fact that he wasn't even getting consistent minutes last year on where the lines he was on.
1: So you took it as future star more than oh. current
0: star. Oh, no, I took it as a whole I... thing. I took it as a whole well, thing. It, no, it's <laughs> it's all. No, I think he is a star player. I think yeah. Jarvis is a star player because for what he's done, not even at drinking age yet. He's <laughs> already playing really phenomenal and for the fact that He's
2: younger than me and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 2001
2: okay
1: really really they added me to this podcast to be the in-between
0: <laughs> well, well, hey, you're the
1: different generations
0: 29 <laughs> <laughs> but I I think this I think it says a lot of people are gonna be like he's not a star player no he is he has not he's not you're not yet there you're not there yet and would I want to give him up? Absolutely not.
1: I will say I wasn't saying he's not a star player. I was just saying oh, no. I don't think
0: he's qual like
1: I wouldn't put him as star player as terms of like Svetch or Aho, because I don't think he's fully like I think he's still developing. Just like mm-hmm. I would have said probably last year, Svetch wouldn't be the same star quality, I would say this year, because mm-hmm. he's learned so much more, just controlling his like controlling his temper not taking oh, as many yeah, no. all of these things but right. good answer zach you're very very humble about it
0: <laughs> you know i I try, I try my best i try my best to, to, to he's gonna that. have
1: us put this on record so that later when it comes back jarvis is like top of the world he's gonna be like um who said this first on our podcast <laughs> This guy. This guy. <laughs> uh, so
0: real quick So the projected roster for the Hurricanes Just dropped for tonight's game against the Panthers I want to do this real quick uh, Taravina, Ahu, Jarvis Svechikov, Stastny, and Nietzsche For the second line Martinukstall, Faust Nason, Kakaniemi, Stepon Slaven Burns, Shea Pesci DeHaan, Chatfield Ranta, then uh, Kachekov so, so no
3: changes then from the last game
0: No, no Anderson's still here Mitch- with the lower body. Kasha's out for concussion protocol. Dylan Coglin, death taxes, and healthy scratched. Uh,
1: yeah. but shout out to Ronta with his shutout last game. Yeah, first yeah. shutout of the season for him. Yeah. Honestly, that that last game was, I feel like the Ronta of end of last season and uh the playoffs. Um, I think he's he struggled He got a little bit of injury prone towards in the season a little bit. Um, I think he struggled a little bit. Um, you can kind of tell from his interview that he got a little choked up because I think he felt like the fans were excited for him to be there again.
2: You could hear uh, how excited he was for the fans chanting his name. That was So I think like, even though he's father Finn and
1: he's so poised and calm and everything, you could kind of see, I think it's plagued him a little bit that, you know, with Anderson going out, he's like, okay, I'm ready to step up to the plate. Like I did before when Anderson went out and I think he did a great job for a guy that wasn't really supposed to be the starter. Um, Then of course we weren't playing our best. So I think we kind of left him out to dry a couple of the games he started the season. We get Piotr. Everyone's all about Piotr. He plays fantastic. And I think that probably just plagued Ronta a little bit, seeing like, okay I already was the number two now I'm kind of being the number two to this kid I, this injury holding me back and we're not playing good games even when I, and then if he has a little bit of a bad game everyone's piling on him so I I always will appreciate our goalies and I think it was a really good deal that he got that shut out and he kind of get that boost of confidence again and obviously um rod is giving him that confidence again i know we're thinking Piotr's like tweaked a little something and we're, sa- we're making sure he's good to go but i know it's probably a really good feeling for ron to get this start
0: he's also two. four and one in his last five so there's also very that.
3: true two things though uh i used to think the same exact thing and then uh no i don't think ranta i mean Ronta doesn't want to be benched for 82 games but Ronta doesn't mind like taking the back seat he realizes he, you know he's up there for hockey um, and Especially
2: as a goaltender yeah he, he's
3: yeah. A, he's
0: he's the <laughs> same he's the same age as Freddie Anderson mm-hmm.
3: the idea that we <laughs> We got these two goaltenders, and everyone was like, "Wow, they're kind of old, and they might get injured a lot." And we were like, "No, it's going to be fine." And then, as it turns out, hey man, they're kind of old, and might get injured a lot. But,
1: we t- uh- <laughs> we love injury <laughs> we love injury prone players. We yep. we we collect them like trading cards. We're like, "Here, come here, maybe you won't be injured with us." Hey, and then the Avalanche, like, would, like the avalanche <laughs> would like a word. I'm
2: going to stick to the Avalanche <laughs> would like a word.
3: Well, I I a hundred percent don't think Ranta minds. I think Ranta, mm-hmm. Ranta in his head knows where he is in his career, and he's just along for the ride. So yeah. when Anderson went down, Pietro came up, and Pietro was on fire. It's like good for the kid. Like this this is great. Plus, I don't have to work. Like man being <laughs> paid a million plus a year mm-hmm. to just watch hockey. Um, yeah. And then the the first game that Ranta went in. Um, was definitely that Pietro had tweaked something. And yeah. I don't know how to phrase this. From what I've been told, it is no longer that Pietro... P- uh, Kochekov... Russian names are not fun. Anyway.
0: It's, it's Piotr.
3: It's P- yeah, Piotr, Piotr. Piotr. So I pronounced it wrong <laughs> five times, and you... Whatever. Kochekov. <laughs> um, he, it's not that he's still tweaked. They want to see... If he can ride the bench for a little bit and then still come out on fire, is what I've been. Th- Which is fair. Yeah, that's what fair. I've been told. I, I no, didn't get sense. it from Rod personally. From NHL
2: insider
1: told. Colin here.
3: That's. <laughs> but I just don't. Under- I just
1: don't understand, Colin. Can you give me more information? What else has Rod said?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. He said that you should be a better fan and pay attention. Oh. To my <laughs> And you shouldn't ask stupid questions. Also, he, this was very specific to you, Kat. Rod said she might be the worst hockey fan in the history of the sport, which I felt was a little out of line. But, you know, one day when you learn the game, you, you'll understand. It's
1: because I reminded him it was bad sophomore year, and he said it wasn't really a sophomore slump.
3: <laughs> that was a real thing. Uh, you know. was, that, was that condescending enough, or should I add a little bit extra on there?
2: I love the sauce. No,
1: um,
3: so, Zach say, regrets everything right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the three of us are his worst nightmare right now. Okay, well, I, I mean, you know what? If it doesn't bother Ranta, I'm so on board with that because I i don't know how much, you know, they feed into the fans, obviously. Um, I do see how, I mean, we've seen how other Teams have turned on their goalies, um, and so just when our goalies are going down injured or they're having some off nights, um, which of the two Ranta has more than Piotr. Um, I also think the team is played differently in front of them sometimes. Um, but I just, it was nice to see. Like even if it wasn't his confidence, it seemed like it was a confidence boost for him. Uh, but even if he's not taking all the other things to heart, it's nice to see that when everyone is all about the new young goalie and then can kind of be like oh no why are we playing ranta i'm upset we're playing ranta tonight but that's only because he's not on my fantasy team i'm really excited for him to play in general he used to be on my fantasy team but you can't really have yeah anyway anyway that was a tangent um i'm excited just that we have so many goalies still to choose from that we can rely on when the guy that we were really excited to get back this season is still out with freddie anderson
0: no all right so before we get into a couple more topics and all that good stuff we are going to take a quick break and talk about our amazing (laughs) sponsors at primal x hockey
3: only two hours in
0: (laughs) well when you get three it's the
2: 50th episode special
0: so I hope you guys are
1: listening on a really long car
2: drive. <laughs> Some of you guys who might have had missed flights, this is your road trip.
0: <laughs> just, just don't book with Southwest and you'll be okay. Um...
2: Guess who I'm flying in February? <laughs> maybe they'll have it figured out by then.
0: Hey, 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 we'll we'll see you on the Sunday after the Stadium Series. Huh? <laughs>
2: yeah. But
0: we do like the thing Primal X Hockey, you know, they've been our OG sponsors since even before we even had a first episode because the podcast actually just turned one-year-old on Twitter a couple days ago, and they were pretty much the sponsor thing like the night of the Montreal game where Ronta got a shutout (laughs) against the Canadians. Funny how that works. Funny how that works, but yeah, no, but big shout-out to Primal X Hockey. They've been with us, you know, since the start. Um, If you're looking for, you know, equipment you know, in terms of like, you know, like laces stick tape you know skate guards all that good stuff make sure you go check them out at primalxhockey.com like i said they got a bunch of stuff they even got great They got hoodies hats t-shirts you name it they got it and they've actually just started doing a uh, skate sharpenings too so if you want to go down to their shop uh they're, they're in raleigh they're only about like 10-15 minutes away from the arena so if you want to get your uh, skate sharpened make sure you go down there and they'll take care of it for you so you got a really nice cool machine that does it for them and all that good stuff. So make sure you go check them out. And if you use the code SearchCast at checkout, you get 20% off of your order as well. So not only are you helping supporting them, you're also supporting the podcast as well. Cause that just shows you listen to the podcast and you go check them out. And it shows them that, you know, we're talking about them, which obviously we have to, cause they're just amazing sponsors. So like I said, go <laughs> check them out at primalexhockey.com. You Like I said, find a, a bunch of great stuff over there. Cause like I said, shop local and all that good stuff as well. And they do ship, uh, across the continent the United States for free. So you also get free shipping on your orders as well. So like I said, make sure you go check them out. And a big shout out to those guys for being with us for so long. And uh, our Primo X Hockey League has been pretty fun. Not going to lie, though. It's been really oh, it's been a
2: blast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fun. We, it's fun when the two losses I have are from the owner and his wife. So, Tuck, <laughs> I, I, Tuck I appreciate you and your family for giving me my only two losses in, in the Fantasy League. I appreciate that.
2: Thanks. That, Humble
0: that, that's king. Humble yeah. king. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey Bailey, you're not just looking so hot in our fantasy league right now no with the hockey nerds not. against against me. You're losing to the thirteenth place team in my, the league by a lot. Let's just
2: talk about how I left Jared frickin' Spurgeon on my bench and he decided to go off.
3: What?
0: Now, no, no, I have to say I have to say that to be fair for how my hockey teams to have be been. Fair.
3: Thank you um
0: like I'm Kenny lead- now
3: streaming on hulu A
0: yeah, <laughs> season 11 it's fantastic in season two of short season two of Shores, uh it's not too far behind either so check tech- check them out cat looking at you watch the shows um <laughs> but like I'm i'm leading my divisions in my other leagues no issues teams are phenomenal like i said division leaders he you plays
1: know. actual hockey nerds and he gets destroyed.
2: Well, hey, he—he's—I'm—I'm I'm not doing so hot. So this was a great fourth to last proof.
3: episode for Cat. I know. Um, <laughs> finally, finally Jimmy gets-
1: Fe- to To be honest to i stopped myself (laughs) to be honest though i had i was being very supportive of zach in the beginning and i asked him to give me some help with my team and he gave me terrible advice so
2: then after that never again
0: (laughs) (laughs) not with this league well and also to be fair you're on your own
2: to be fair
0: yeah with this league the the (laughs) roster setup is absolutely terrible like we have no
2: utility spot
1: it six,
0: hurts. six forwards and four defense and two goalies and that's it. No utility spots. IR depth for days. Bench spots for days, but no starting spots for the two roster. Two
1: claps for Jared on that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely it's 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 absolutely brutal of how the rosters are set up. So it's kind of like you're like especially when you have like two games in one day and like you have roster spots out the wazoo. And then you got one day where you get like twelve games at once, and you can't play everybody. So you got to figure who the hot hand is, and it's just never a good time. So Reason un-
2: number two million four hundred seventy six thousand five hundred whatever. Why we hate the NHL schedules.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, especially the Detroit Maple Leafs, where you had to take a hundred thousand dollar fine because you had to you fly you flew out an hour and a half earlier than what you were supposed to because you didn't want to get there at five in the morning in St. Louis. That yeah. is
3: actually the most Maple Leaf things of all time, because Tom but Dundon he, would never just be like, "Hey, born the hundred grand, I don't care."
0: Here, and here's the thing though, too. The Maple the thing is, the Maple Leafs were the only team who didn't lose that traveled, because because the fact was, you had like the twenty six are not allowed. To, you're not allowed to travel, but they scheduled so many games on the twenty seventh that a lot of teams had to leave after midnight, get there that morning, and their whole schedule's messed up. The Maple Leafs were the only team to leave early and won.
1: It's supposed to be, isn't it? Supposed to be to like protect their like holiday yeah, times yeah, or whatever. It, it's
0: it's in the, it's act yeah because like the Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the twenty sixth are no travel days unless the twenty sixth falls on a Saturday. There's game scheduled, then you would make the twenty third the no travel day instead of the twenty sixth. So yeah. So, so, so you have
2: to at least have three days for holiday.
0: You got, you got you got to have three consecutive days off around Christmas. And the thing was, uh, so in
2: reality, in
1: reality, they're trying to cheat that they have the no travel thing, but then they're like, we're still going to do this really cram schedule. So you're going to abide by these rules, but it's going to be a really crappy schedule while you abide by these rules.
0: <laughs> exactly. And the thing was all uh, like the Maple Leafs players were okay with traveling on that day. That's why they left at 1030 instead of midnight. That's the, the thing
2: the- that I don't get to is. So when they talked about this, they were like, the team cannot mandate travel. On the no, 26.
0: they can not, they can, they can but, not mandate and they can't get consent either for it. Like, they can't get consent from the like, or how are they doing? It's, it's, do they do it? It's
1: just do they think they're gonna like coerce the players into giving no. consent?
3: Is that so, it? Yeah, yes. basically, a player can't agree to be like, well, I should be phrased on a personal, they can't the can be can for agree. they
0: can't, they can't be forced to agree to it.
3: Yeah, and well, it no, does. they they technically can't, like, it's not up to the individual player, it's in the CBA, so the CBA dictates what the CBA dictates. So get yeah. get screwed, but the Maple Leafs just have so much money that they were like, you know, is this worth 100 grand to be able to fly there a day early? And then they decided yes, that's the crazy part. Well, they, they were 100 willing to throw left, away 100
0: grand. They left a they left it they left 90 minutes earlier than they were supposed to because the because the flight to St Louis from Toronto is about an hour and a half to two hours.
1: Do we think hot take? Do we think the Canadians? ratted them out <laughs> because they're they've been known to do that to teams when they don't I mean, when they think they're not
3: playing
0: or, or, the or, or you ask brad marchand about escrow and then he just you know oh
3: blames that God. team for it no no one ever talks about winnipeg and escrow but that's not my point um well,
0: that's not well, hey, don't <laughs> no talk about no one talks about nashville
3: um look if you want to talk about anyone in escrow arizona is the easy pitch they play in a college <laughs> arena, and you want to come to us talking about escrow. We might Arizona
2: has Gary Bettman wrapped around their finger, so
3: I don't know they, how them, true they they is. it is. They, they, they have they, dirt, I, they have dirt think on. Think, they think
1: Ottawa Arizona will, will give them the new Matthews, so they're like, just in case
2: Ottawa will we'll move help before you. Arizona moves.
3: <laughs> Gary will. Bettman oh, will forever Ottawa? be like, hey, this franchise is doing fine. This franchise is not moving. You know, everything's great. Up until okay, so this team is moving to Hamilton. Like it it's <laughs> what he did with Atlanta. Atlanta was fine, everything was going well. And then all of a sudden they were no longer in Atlanta. It just is what it is. It's yeah. it's actually a very similar thing with Hartford. When he was asked about what was going on with Hartford, it, I mean I think it was in his first year as commissioner. He was like, Oh, Hartford is doing fine. Peter Camanos is so happy with everything that's going on. Meanwhile, it's now public information that Peter Camano's bought the team and was immediately like, So, where do we want to move this to? I like Vegas, and he's just gonna lie about it. It is what yeah. it is, yeah. So, all right,
2: I was gonna say, Speaking of star players, uh, Kat has actually made her first, like, huge, huge contribution to the podcast and in introducing a new segment. Kat, do you want to kind of talk about it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so we...
0: She was not about- ready. She was- <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know where,
1: I didn't know where we were going with it. I really didn't. I'm ready now. Um. Yeah, so I love obviously all the rants and all the topics and everything, but my new segment I thought we would go with is called Ice Melting Takes. Um, just a little controversy going around and seeing like, hey, what do you think about this? Obviously, a lot of our takes are a little ice melting, but this one was like particular um so
0: basically you can see see the concrete underneath that's how melty it is like there's no ice left so also preference this is one topic every week we're not going to do like a million topics on it it's one topic that we found that we're going to talk about
1: so Mm -hmm. and we would love to hear your takes just like the one about the um just like when we posed would you take the cup if you gave away your star player we'd love to see any comments or your guys opinions on this as well Um, so this one was um we recently saw that what was his name? Uh, it was,
0: a, it was for it was former hockey player John Scott, who had that whole big all-star game thing where like he was voted in but then was forced to go to the ECHL, but then, like, that was a whole saga,
1: so he pretty much was saying, um his last thing he said was, Connor McDavid is the best player in the world, but if I'm building a playoff team right now, he's not in my top five picks. And it was pretty much uh, would you take all world skills?" Or toughness, two-way play, and a proven track record to build a successful playoff team? That, if you were building a playoff team right now, who would be leaving McDavid off of it?
0: <laughs> Me. Interesting.
3: Cosine. That's 100. Like, yeah.
0: Why? All right, All right Colin, what's us start with you.
3: It's always starting with me. God, just let me Hey, you're whatever. the guest. <laughs> so it used to be me. Now back, it's <laughs> this goes back to Wayne Gretzky is the greatest player to ever play the game. Blah blah blah.
0: How many I'm, cups I'm, did, he I'm, win? I'm, I'm, did he win? I'm gonna pause did he you win real quick. Cup? I'm gonna pause you real quick on this. Tread lightly when you talk about Wayne Gretzky.
3: <laughs> no, no, this is not <laughs> this isn't okay how many but okay. how many Stanley cups did he win? Did he win a cup every single year? No. So he didn't. He he didn't win a cup every single year. No. First of all, that would be absurd. But um, mm-hmm. And there's the very famous story of the first time they went to the finals against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. They lose, and, and uh, they walk past Islanders' locker room, and everyone's fallen apart and broken, and they put everything they had into winning that cup. And that's when it hit them that if you really want to win the Stanley Cup... You have to put everything you have into it. There is no, well, I'll take a break this shift. There is, you know, every, throw everything but the kitchen sink and then throw the kitchen sink. Um, yeah,
0: because at so that time, that, the Islanders won like four straight cups. Yeah, that and was the
3: fourth one, and then the Oilers dominated the league up until he went to L.A. But So that, that tells you that, yeah, just because you're the best player in the game does not mean you're destined to do anything. And no offense to Connor McDavid, I hear he's a very good hockey player. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's all right. He, he,
0: he's show me the results. Average,
3: he's some uh, average. Show me the, he's, he's, okay. he's been in the league for a while yeah. now. And uh, you could put it that the team around him wasn't built all that well. That's fine. I will
2: say, he's got awards aplenty surrounding him. You know, him. I yeah. mean,
3: Gretzky had a ton of personal acolytes. that yeah. win a cup every year, though. Like, it, it, it's not that simple. So, no,
2: again, I raise you the Toronto Maple Leaves.
3: Very good. Yes. Um, so, so it's it's not that simple. If I was honestly thinking about it, would it, I guess it depends who else I'm putting with him. You know what I mean? Like if if I, I like have if someone Connor like McDavid, McDavid in,
2: was on your team, what would that line look like? I would. So
1: yeah. So it'd be interesting because we're talking about how good McDavid is. Um so what is a team with him? What is an Oilers team with him but without players like Drysdale with him?
0: And the list? Not even like Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman,
1: <laughs> just Drysdale. <laughs> just Dreisaitl. Well, when you talk about the Oilers, what two names come to your mind immediately?
2: It's Actors actually team. those three for me. <laughs> no, it's it's the kind of three-way with uh mcdavid dreisaitl and new john hopkins for me yeah, yeah I actually and an someone like they fantasy for a
3: little bit it was great
1: <laughs> and they recently but like people have recently showed like it showed how much they are popping off um like normal because they're excellent players but the oilers aren't doing as well because that it takes more than just all-star players
0: well, you got to look, their defense isn't really that hot. Their goaltending is pedestrian at best. Like, it's just you have to have a complete team to do something with it, and that's why you look at teams like Colorado last year. Really solid goaltending, but they also had offense out the wazoo, but they also had a defense that was a shutdown. Like, you got McCarr, Devin Taze. and those other guys, but I'm, I, my mind just I, shut off for a half I actually think Nathan McKinnon...
3: Is a really good example of that. Then, so mm-hmm. the the real question is here: Do you think that McDavid knows what it truly takes to win a Stanley Cup? Because Nathan McKinnon is not a bad hockey player. I, you know, you can you can go ahead and tell Grant I said that Bailey. He's
1: not a bad. He's not a bad hockey not a bad player.
3: Hockey player. He's, He's just all right. Not- uh, but it took <laughs> it took him and that core a really long time to learn what it really takes to win a Stanley
0: Cup. Absolutely. I mean, so. I mean they I mean they were all together when they had the, like, probably had their worst season ever as a franchise, even as an entire forty
2: eight points at yeah, the mean, end of the season.
0: <laughs> well, cause you gotta look at it too is the fact that you have guys like Landis Cog has been there forever, but then you also got guys like the Trushkin who came in. You had guys like they had to add in like players of, like Cogliano and a bunch of other guys to come help the team out. It's the thing where it's like you, superstar players are good to have, but you also have to have, you know, a bunch of other guys around them too. The thing with McDavid is you all you have is Drysdale, you all you have is Nugent Hopkins, and all you have the is the entire Zach Hyman. team
2: isn't well rounded enough to make that. They run. they
0: are t- look at the Maple Leafs. You got Austin Matthews scored 60 goals last year. How many first round exits have they had since 2000? Which, which
1: this always ties, I think, always ties back to like what we said earlier as this is a Kane centered podcast. It is really nice to have a superstar. It's nice to have a really good player leading your team. But when that player gets injured, if that player for some reason has an off game, you have to have a well rounded team to help them. That's why we really love it when we go through games and you're like, Aho, Nages, Fetch didn't score. Love it if they did, but you've got Nason, you've got Martinuk, you've got Foss, like you've got other guys filling in those spots. Mm-hmm. And like what we really talk about is, of course, the Canes have struggled with their scoring in times, but we have done really successful in having very strong defenses. We've all, we've pushed goalies to be really good like even if they're injury prone and old (laughs) uh meanwhile the oilers are riding on their superstar scoring but they're also getting scored on 10 times to one and it's like can you sustain it
0: well you look at you look look at the panthers last year they never got shut out in the regular season played absolute dog crap against tampa in the battle of florida which was just an underwhelming matchup in that entire playoff last year they were built on to win a president's trophy not for a deep playoff run and that's mm-hmm. where they kind of messed up at and that's why the hurricanes have they won a president's trophy no will they possibly i'm not sure but at least with the canes you know we're getting out of the first round we're gonna get we're gonna get a cup run in and the thing with the maple Leafs, like i was saying earlier they can get out of the first round even though they have points galore and they have you know guys like Matthews who can score 60 goals, guys like Willie Nylander, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, Morgan Riley on defense. But their goaltending, Sam Sono has been absolutely great for them, but at the same time, like they're not a well-rounded team like the Panthers. Outside of Ekblad and let's say, you know, Berkey, Matt, they just got Matthew Kitschuk that's still not it. like they're playing well as they're still playing well too. But at the same time, are they built for deep playoff runs? And that's the thing with a lot of teams who who do make deep runs is the fact that they got well-rounded teams that are not just stacked on their top six and like two solid D guys that they have them. You've got to have guys everywhere. And I think that's the problem with a lot of teams is the fact that they, the teams who don't have well-rounded play have to rely on those two guys yeah, you can have guys who are top three every year for you know the the you know, the rocker shard or the these trophies that were for MVPs. That only takes you so far. And while I say that Conor McDavid is not in my top five, he's gonna be in the top five. Like you have to he has to be one of those top five guys that you have to put in your roster. But
2: I think it's also really it how certain people will draft their teams plays a lot into Connor McDavid's standing as well.
3: Me personally,
2: I'm not going to sit and go and knock out all of my forwards before taking into account defense as well, which is why that is a big reason why Connor McDavid does not fall in my top five. Hmm. Cause I, there are other priorities I have than having a star-studded forward line or two star-studded forward
0: lines. Well, I mean, I would mean, say you, you. I mean, you could still take Connor McDavid in your top five while still addressing your defense and your goaltending. It's like, but
2: if I'm gonna look at forwards, there's other guys I might take above Connor McDavid who have. Yeah, yes, Connor McDavid can score goals. Being a forward sometimes is about more than that.
1: Honestly. This doesn't, I mean, it. you know, fantasy is just us fans trying to play coach and GMs. Um, But if you notice a lot of teams, they'll draft, they're like, oh, I got to go for the superstars first and they'll draft people like McDavid. Um, But then because they went for him right away and then other players, other people in the draft will, in the draft will pick up. The solid guys that would be the support system and will be consistent with points. Not might not be the giant superstar, but then when it gets back to the player, they're like, "I have McDavid, and now I have like," I, I know we don't talk about lines, but like a third line guy who's not going to support. Like it's just not the same support. I would take the support honestly in this question. I would do the toughness two way play and yep. proven track record over nice. the skills player. I understand the building of teams with a skills player. So like.
2: The oh, it's Ducks. important to have the Ducks. A, are guy. all about,
1: yeah, Zegras, like all of that, like that makes sense, but you have to bring around the supporting cast or it's not going to be a playoff team because if you're su- like if you're supporting players don't support, you're not making it far and it's not going to go well. Yep, I wholeheartedly. I, yeah. I mean, I think for a playoff team, yeah, i take McDavid. I don't know if I would take him in my top five or if it was, he would probably be the fifth. Like, I, I agree that I don't think I would take him like my first one, but it was an interesting ice melting take. So, I'm guessing, Zach, would you pick him? You would pick him in your top five.
0: I mean, I pick him in my top five, but I would also address other needs as well. That's where yeah. I think it's like, it's not you're picking as your five or you're picking like certain groups. I think if you pick him in your top five and you surround him with other guys, then yeah you could easily put him in your top five if you're building around the rest rest of the core with guys like that. Cause it's like for me, you can get Connor McDavid and then you can add a guy like on let's say trying to be biased here, but a Jacob Slavin McDavid <laughs> and slave on the same team Trying to be biased, <laughs> trying not to be biased, but also biased at the same time. Cause welcome to the search cast. Um, but let, let's just say not biased. Let's just say Devin Taze. Devin Tays and yeah. McDavid wouldn't be, wouldn't be bad. Not I would say all. you add, let's say you add in another Ford like Bo Horvat. Elias Patterson. Let's say you're looking at goalies. I wouldn't be upset if they grabbed some stone off if they really wanted to, or Billy Huso. Let's say, let's say, all right, let's just say McDavid, Horvat, Taze, Huso, was that four? let's say you get another Ford let's say you do three Fords a D and a goalie I would say if you want to take another Ford that's really good that can that makes noise Tate Thompson
2: the police are coming for your takes <laughs> <That's fair.
0: laughs> it, 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 I didn't know it, how
2: much you guys could hear that <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. well let's, let's see you let's say you have let's say you have Thompson Horvat, Mcdavid Taze and um Billy Huso. That's a solid five to have if you're trying to build a team. So, I mean, so,
1: so here's my spicy ice melting take on this McDavid. I, so if, and if the other, if Mr. Game Seven was still playing, if I was building a playoff team, I would have him over McDavid because he has proven he's, he might not be the number one player, but. He has proven he knows what those playoff moments are like and how to come back from adversity and how to step up other guys on his team. I would and leadership, I would take him over McDavid is my hot uh, take.
0: I I would say I, I, I can I name two other guys I take over uh over Justin Williams just on the hurricanes in terms of clutch moments. Eric so Stahl and name? uh Eric Stall and Rod Brendamore.
1: Oh, well, yeah,
3: them too. Yes, mm.
1: I would. Yes, I agree with that. I would take that. But those are the who, type of quality guys that I would who take, has which more cups. Plays in.
3: I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: If we're being technical, fair. if we're being technical here, if the Blackhawks didn't fumble against the Kings in 2014, Williams would have
3: one cup. Yeah, of course you're going to say that. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, But, though? again, this. Am I wrong, this- though?
0: You don't look at me the... and tell me that I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> yes, very much or so. Like, in the
0: bubble, Doug.
1: <laughs> but this is but that is what I saying. It, it it ties into more of the two-way pl- play and proven track record in these scenarios than just talent
0: and skills alone. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I think the take of him being not in the top five is a little much, but yeah that's why it's ice melting (laughs) that's why yeah i would love to have more of a two-way player yes but now being in the top five is a that's where i would i would understand you want you might want to have a more two-way player on your team yes not in your top five at all that was a little like okay let's pump the brakes a little bit on that but All right, so we're about two hours. We're way over two hours. If you've lasted this long, I we appreciate you guys. Again, fiftieth episode. You guys, fiftieth episode. First with me.
1: We've got Colin. I don't know which way you (laughs) are on the screen to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, How, how you pointed was the the second time was perfect. Like down this way. Yeah, go opposite. Gotta go opposite of what you're doing. So it's this way, this way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <go> opposite. <laughs> opposite. Remember this left and right. Now it's literally opposite. So, <laughs> sorry. Right, so, we're going to our Forgotten Canes. Zach, I
2: think since we've started with Colin for almost everything, we should start with you.
0: Well, I, I was actually yeah. going to do that. No, I, you I should not do that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this would be really bad of me if I pick the guy that's already been picked before because I have not looked at this list at all. I'm, I'm basically it up. <laughs> I, I fly by the seat of my pants when it comes to this. Uh, luckily, I've not done a guy who's already been picked before. The guy I did pick might be the one that might shoot me in the foot here. We'll see how this goes. Um, so he was on the canes. Oh, gosh. I hope I don't mess this up. So he's been in the league for a long time. He was drafted second round, 23rd overall, back in the 1991 draft. And this really tells you how the draft was back then, that 23rd overall was back in the second round.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: He's from Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. Oh, gosh. All right. So he's got over 1,000 points in the league after playing 1,330 games played. This guy had a career that spans 22 seasons. He's been with San Jose, Carolina, Florida, Columbus, Phoenix. Yeah, when they were still Phoenix. Dallas, Edmonton, and Detroit. He was with Carolina for five years. 119 goals. 215 assists for 334 points. Somehow managed with a minus 15 in his career. His best time with the Hurricanes was his first year with the team was when they won the Cup in 05-06 when he was 33. Fifty-five points in sixty-three games. With his best year as a Hurricane, though, was the season after in 06-07, Eighty-three points, thirty-two goals, fifty-one assists in eighty-one games. This dude was a menace.
1: I want Colin Uh, to guess. I see his brain
0: working. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, Colin. No, don't. don't. I'm trying (laughs) to figure it
3: out. I can't. That's why I'm. Can't figure it out. No. Don't like I said, people. I
0: did. I, I did drop. I did drop the hint that he is on a jersey that one of us owns.
3: I don't know if he is sure on a jersey.
0: He's...
3: He What were the teams? It's that not me. Been
1: on again? I'll help you narrow it down. It's not me. I have current players.
3: Mm-hmm. What, what was the uh, teams they played for again?
0: San Jose, Columbus, Carolina, Edmonton, Detroit, Phoenix. In that order. No, not that order. I'm just, I'm just, kidding. he was, he was drafted by the Sharks first in 91. So basically, when the, t- basically, when the Sharks got formed, he was their pick.
3: Did he sign with Carolina or was he traded to Carolina?
0: I think he was, I think he was traded to Carolina. No, signed. I have no, no, idea.
2: traded. No,
0: <laughs> I have
3: no idea then. Yeah.
0: He wore number 13 for the hurricanes. Called him the
2: wizard. Oh, I know who it is.
0: Ray Whitney is my forgotten in air quotes Kane. Please tell me I did not mess up Bailey by picking a guy who's already been on this list.
2: See, I don't know if my list is completely up to date because I feel like I've done him, but I could be wrong. Actually, no. I think you were a first for him. Yep.
0: Let's go. So yeah, I knew it. Ray Ray Whitney.
3: I knew it. and Wizard. I didn't believe in myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I'm I'm I am in your walls, Colin. You cannot. <laughs> you can't trust me to tell you anything.
3: <laughs> I don't know why I thought Whitney was traded. That's I was literally like he he was traded here. Like yeah, I got it. And then you were like signed. I was like. I have no clue. This is stupid. And also, me? he
1: messed you up because he goes, "Yes, sign. No, traded. Yes, sign."
3: <laughs> I, I, I am in
0: your walls, Colin. I am in oh, your head. Rent free.
1: <laughs> You're in everyone's earbuds
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All I'm right, sorry. Bailey. Uh,
0: well,
2: you my got guy. So, this guy is not on any of our jerseys. Um. So he was. As far as a- you,
0: as far as you know. You at least know not anybody
2: in here. Nobody in here has, I don't think anybody in here has him on a jersey. Uh, he was drafted by Carolina in 2007. He was a first round 11th pick overall. Um, he is not currently playing in the league right now, but his last year, at least on the NHL site, was the 2020-2021 season with Vancouver. I feel like that already kind of gives it away. Um, He spent four years with Carolina, uh, his last season being the 2012 season where he uh, signed with Pittsburgh during the off season. After that, Um, his best season with the Canes was his 2009, 2010 season with 21 goals, 19 assists uh, for 40 points overall hailing from uh, Huntington, New York. And before I give his name, um, he is best known. And I've brought this up on Ed- Zach. Do you know who it is?
0: Yeah. You're done. You're good.
2: Okay. No. So <laughs> I've brought up this moment on this. <laughs> I- I've brought this up on the podcast before, but one of the highlight moments for him uh, was his, uh, or and this I was able, or I was with friends when I watched this. He had come out of the box and went on to score a hell of a goal. Um, one of my highlight moments from him. Um, I've never, that was the first time I had ever seen a player do that though. I'm sure it had been done before. It was just really surprising to me as a kid. Uh, but like I said, hailing from Huntington, New York. Uh, this is one former number 16 for the Canes. Mr. Brandon Sutter.
0: I don't have his number on the, on a Jersey. I do have a I have a jersey signed by him. So,
3: okay, but you don't have his jersey. No, I mean his name's on it. So
2: she was technically <laughs> correct.
0: She technically was correct, yes. But I, I knew who you were talking. About. I'm like it's Brandon Sutter. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Come on, what are we doing here, Cat? Who's your for? I love how we say "forgotten canes," but this is so loose. Like it's a, it's just a no. loosely based term. No,
1: mine's not forgotten at all. It's kind of mine's kind of funny. Okay, so um, if I tell current things, it'll give them away. So I'll start from the beginning. Okay, so he's six one and he shoots left. Um,
3: he... <laughs> Do you think I know every player's height offhand? Like
1: I said, I'm starting from the beginning. Um, he was
0: his, his favorite <laughs> color is blue he has green eyes
3: lasagna with vegetables in it his listen
1: okay he was born in carp Ontario um he was drafted into the OHL to so the Oshawa generals he was rookie of the year with them from 07 to 08 um and he had um that year he had 42 points in 58 games in his rookie season. Um, He turned professional in 2011 in AHL season. Um, And then he was drafted by the New York Islanders. Um, He was expected to go maybe first or early second round. Um, He was drafted 12th overall pick by them. They had done a a trade to acquire that. Um, He became a Carolina Hurricane in 2018. He's been plagued by injuries to his shoulder. Um, he's missed some different parts of his career due to a shoulder injury. Um, he helped the Carolina Hurricanes reach their first postseason in the 2018, 2019 season. Um, but then he was traded away to the Blackhawks um, with Sarella for Forsling and Forsberg in return.
0: God, that was such a dumb trade.
1: He tweeted that he would not be coming back to the Carolina Hurricanes, which is now a running joke
2: because he is
1: currently (laughs) a Carolina Hurricane and playing very well as a Carolina Hurricane once again.
0: Oh, gee. I wonder who you talking about. He is
1: currently on a one-year deal. Mr. Calvin DeHaan.
0: <laughs> I knew who you were talking about when you said the Islanders. I'm like, it's got to be Calvin DeHaan. Mm-hmm. I knew it when she um,
2: said it.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, Colin, you're, you're that so good. You're it's that funny good. because
1: know. we talk about all the new team, all the new faces to the team, and a lot of them having to learn how the Carolina Hurricanes play and adjusting to the system. Um, so it's really funny because technically he is a new face this season, but it doesn't no one talks about how, you know, adjusting or how he's been playing because he knows the system. Uh,
0: yeah. He, I think it's,
1: <laughs> I know that tweet is the best part is him joking. Say that. And then uh, who was it? They brought it back up. They It
0: We had him on the podcast and he talked about that. Just and, he,
1: and so then Calvin responded again. was like, just kidding um yeah so overall he's played 520 games he's had he has well before this season he's played 520 games 19 goals 100 assists 119 points on 195 penalty minutes i told you i was gonna be really on top of research for this one
0: (laughs) (laughs) the funny part was i think honestly he should never even gotten traded to the blackhawks because that trade was so unnecessary we got nothing back in that trade Mm-hmm. Like Two that.
3: KHLers, what do you mean? Actually, <laughs> one KHLer.
1: Huh. But Better what's funny, though, what's funny, though, is when he was with the Blackhawks, it's not funny. It sucks for him. Um, he, only, <laughs> he only played 29 games before going undergoing season-ending surgery on his shoulder. So even if we hadn't, like, honestly, it wasn't a great trade for us, but it also wasn't a great trade for the Blackhawks. 'Cause they didn't really get the player because he just went to injury. Um so then of course he went to free he was free agent after his contract with them. And then he came back to us, even though he said he wouldn't do it.
0: Funny how that
3: works.
1: Honestly, was I mean it? if I had a chance to get back to play for Broad Brendamore, heck yeah, I'd eat my words in a heartbeat. Sign me
3: No, you wouldn't that's so much work. I would never <laughs> play for Ibadanmore I no <laughs> how dare you could you imagine well, you like? What well, well, do you mean, guy?
2: Can, I mean, I, I agree. Guy can't run a power play apparently, so
3: that's what, <laughs> trade off.
0: But you'll be in the best
2: shape of your Thanks. life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if your if your head
3: coach can out bench press you and everything else, yeah, that's a problem. That's what imagine like lifting a freeway, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so fucking good, and then you turn to your side to see Rod Brindamore on his phone doing double the weight, like. Hey, want it? Like this is going to be good. Think okay. I, can
1: we not just talk about like I'm sure Jarvis in that weight room is like that man can bench me. This is so intimidating. Yep.
0: <laughs> I mean, all right, whatever so, it takes to get them to play
3: the way you want to. But all right, my all guy, right, Colin.
0: Who's your forgotten king?
3: My guy was drafted in the 74th overall in 1998 by the Hurricanes ended up playing nine years for the organization on two different stints. They were traded on the first day of free agency in 2008. And then eight months later, Jimmy Roth were traded to get them back from the very same team. Do you have who's any idea what co- I'm talking about?
0: Who's the team called? Co- the Edmonton
3: Oilers. So the, the first forced trade, first forced day of free agency... Was he was traded to the Edmonton Oilers for Yoni Pickenin, and then on March fourth, two thousand nine, he was traded back to the Hurricanes for a fifth round pick in two thousand nine and Patrick O'Sullivan.
2: Yeah, you got me.
3: I'm really just trying to get Zach. No offense. Huh? <laughs> Any idea? So he he made his NHL debut. In two thousand, give him his height,
1: Colin. It. Maybe it'll help.
3: <laughs> two thousand one, two thousand two. He was fifth in Calder voting that year, and he left Carolina as a free agent in two thousand eleven. It was Eric Cole. This was I at the time. I had to have known that he was traded to Edmonton. The guy traded back, and then it wasn't until I was working on the shock of the rock that I was just like going through stuff, and I was like, "Did we trade him to Edmonton? I thought he left like 2011." Hey, and Bailey, I went...
0: check her check her list for Eric Cole's been mentioned because I think he has been.
3: Well, I don't. Uh... I don't count other people. If it was, who was it by? Was it by a host or a guest? That's the real question. Um,
2: Eric oh. Cole is actually not on my list.
3: Okay,
0: I thought so. I, like, got, like, it's, I think "It's it sounded it sounded familiar because I know it's because we talked about that." Well, trade. no, because
2: yeah. what what I've I've mentioned him on my list, or er, uh, on the podcast before because I've mentioned his sister was mm-hmm. actually at my house on New Year's well, Eve. Like well, years, the fi- well,
0: years the years well ago. the well the funny part was like I knew because because Colin bring up that trade because I've we've talked about that trade on the podcast, so I knew exactly who he was talking about. I just wanted sure. to give him the. I, I wasn't just giving him the uh, the satisfaction of trying to get me.
3: Very mm. sure, knew you were talking uh, sure. about. Uh huh. <laughs> Let me have to say.
0: My podcast. My rules. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but. But no, it, honestly, great picks up by everyone today. I mean, we got Eric Cole, Ray Whitney, some throwbacks. I'm some really throwbacks in them.
3: Whitney thing. <laughs> I, I might in your never I mean See I
0: mean I your walls, Colin. Cat, <laughs> just so throw, throw she just needs to send you the picture that has started all of this and you'll you'll get it.
3: I mean Oh, walls, Stormy.
0: Yeah. I in your walls, Colin.
3: Wait, in, is that in, where in he's here. up in the rafters? Is yeah. That, that, that was, was my
1: you? picture. I was up there and like they had been throwing down the parachute things and I looked up and I he's also just have a picture down. Of I was like Yeah. It's
3: like, I think this is the creepiest thing I've ever that. seen. Like why who in the mascot costume, first of all, has to climb up there? And then once they're <laughs> up there, it's like, you know what's a good idea? Let me just start staring at people. Like <laughs> I do
0: I do have to say though, this the guy who's doing whoever's doing Stormy right now is absolutely fantastic because more social on the social media is again finally. We're actually getting some presents. Actually he's having fun on the ice, like I'm whoever the person is right now, just please keep doing this because <laughs> So at least Stormy has been relevant again finally cuz past Stormy has not been very relevant in terms of just doing anything social wise. So
3: I don't know if it's a Stormy problem per se or just a marketing thing like it wasn't No, no it's just no, it's just
0: it's just the person who was running Stormy before just didn't do very much with Stormy. That's why we never like the like the social media presence was so quiet. Like now it's like we're actually getting content from Stormy. Like Yeah. He's, he's got the hog in him. And it's just a picture of him inside, <laughs> the, inside the
3: lungs. The, he's he's phrasing. Like, Good sore. Phrasing. Um, he's got the
0: hog in him. Yeah. Know, yeah. Stop That's it. That's <laughs> wrong, Colin? Is that phrasing bothering you?
3: <laughs> Do you guys have like an HR yeah. rep at the podcast network I could talk to? Hi, uh... <laughs> ah, you're
0: talking. Hi, you're talking. It's like, it's like, can I talk to your manager? I turn around. Hi, how may I help you? <laughs>
3: I have done that multiple times in real life anyways
0: yeah hi you want to find your complaint call, 1- call 1-800 not my problem we'll, we'll oh let you gosh. know
3: the best thing on the planet is because there's actually a one up to that It's I want to speak to the manager I am the manager Well, I want to speak to the person in charge of the store still me I'm still here what's up Like, I don't got time for this what do you want to do it's a good time <laughs>
0: all right but colin thank you so much for coming on the podcast i think it's time for us to wrap because it's been two and a half hours i actually gotta run some errands it's, it's running a lot longer than i thought it was gonna be but i gotta get to the, to the
1: game tonight
0: i gotta to the get surge. up to
1: denver so
0: welcome <laughs> to the search cast everyone but before we let everyone go colin where can people find you and the podcast on the socials
3: so wherever you are currently listening to this podcast, you can also find Home Ice Advantage. It is a great podcast and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased and produce it. I've been told that by like other people. Um, I, I can't make right. a list because then you would know I would be lying, <laughs> but um, Trip Tracy <laughs> and Rod Brennamore both said it's the best podcast they've ever won. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Colin Home Ice. Zach's jealous mm-hmm. because uh, Mike Galco has <laughs> never been on his show. Um, but yeah so have you had walt have you
0: have you have you had walt ruff yet
3: i've had walt ruff on yes
0: okay (laughs) that's fair have you have you had wade mentor on your podcast
3: no but i could get that done i i know mentor
0: (laughs) he's on twitter anymore so good luck
3: i'm I'm aware i have a private discord with him you want to start this we can do this all (laughs) he
0: follows
1: me
3: on tiktok (laughs) Oh, and yeah, he's on TikTok now. Maybe get in the game, Zach. You'll understand one day. Anyways, please. This What's what's TikTok? <laughs> oh my God. God, this dinosaur. There was also a Home Ice Advantage blog that you should check out that's linked on all of my socials. But uh, besides that, nothing else. Nothing else? I mean, there's that's a lot it. of other stuff. I just can't talk about it yet. Get out of here. I
1: might. Stop crying. You might see a familiar face contribute to his uh, blog writing. Soon. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Eventually. Oh, we'll really? We'll find out. Maybe. Mm, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's fair. Yeah. laughs> to be fair, Cat, where can people <laughs> find you on the socials? Uh,
1: you can find me on uh, Twitter at K-N-I-Chick, uh without the K. Um, and you can also find me on TikTok. I have recently actually changed my user handle. So it's cat hunter, but it's a V instead of an A and cat and then 74 again for my favorite player. And you can also follow me. Um, I have also started an an Instagram that'll be tied to that and it's the same username. So, um, I love sharing funny hockey videos and, um, I do it on Twitter, but more on TikTok, and will be Instagram. So come give me a follow. And also, if you have not followed yet, we also have a five and a game S N. Um, TikTok as well um, and I will I can post more about that but yeah give us all the follows at our new network and all of our fun socials for that as well because you'll get to see tons of us but you'll also get to see uh, fun stuff from our other podcasts that have joined us um, and they're even more off the rails than we are at times
0: mile <laughs> like, like, hey, uh, <laughs> high ponder we're looking at you So yeah
2: <laughs> at least one member
0: no you if you can get jj going it's a good time so yeah
2: that's true.
1: name starts with a j and anton and ed
0: <laughs> that's fair that's bailey accurate. where can that's yeah <laughs> bailey where can people find you on the socials
2: you can find me on twitter at bailey curtis and that's bailey with two y's um you i i would recommend keeping an eye on twitter because there's some exciting things kind of going on in my life behind the scenes that i'm super excited about Um, so keep an eye on Twitter for some announcements, uh, tonight or actually no. So you'll be listening to this on Monday. So hopefully those announcements will already be out. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on Twitter, um, for some exciting things kind of happening. You can follow me on Instagram if you would like for a little more personal view into my life. And that's going to be Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, and you will hopefully be able to view this video on YouTube when it drops as well. Um, so make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube uh, at the SurgeCast. Uh, make sure to dis- er, subscribe, go back to some previous videos, uh, like, comment, and share. And I'll see you over on the other side.
0: We should get, get these videos out. Yeah, so. that's
2: the kicker. It's so. only <laughs> a
3: video long podcast, Bailey. Really. Come on. I know.
2: <laughs> my but poor I,
3: computer.
0: I, I, I gotta free up space on my computer because I'm trying to give you these videos, but it's I like know. Yeah, that's cool.
1: and where can hmm. we find you, Zach?
0: I mean, if you want to follow me, I mean that's that's <laughs> totally up to you. I mean, you, you <laughs> kind of ask for it. Um you can follow me on Twitter at one true Zach, that's only true Zach. It's just spelled out, it's like the number one. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we're at the search cast. Pretty simple, straightforward um like i said we also got a link tree you can find us on where you can listen to all of our shows on the platform check out the youtube like bailey said um please also make sure to check out five minute game uh sports network as well that's going to be five and a game sn on twitter uh we also have a a youtube for that as well at 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 5gsn um if you want to use the handle or just look at five minute game sports network on there as well we have a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe for the network uh, we do have our first live show, Puckin Extravaganza. Um, so when this when this drops, it'll be actually be later in the day at six PM Eastern. We'll have all the hosts of all the podcasts going to be together and doing that as well. So make sure to tune in for that. It'll be on the Five GSN Twitter and the YouTube at the same time for the stream. So make sure to be there for Puckin Extravaganza. You can thank Beth from Let's Talk Well Hockey for the name suggestion. Um, if you also want to follow my writings, I am the Charlotte Checkers beat writer over at Field Pass Hockey, and that's at Woo. FPH Checkers, uh, where I do all my articles and stuff over there. I actually just dropped the 15th overall, and that's the 10th of this month that I've already done for December alone. So it's uh, it's been a it's been a whirlwind of a december trying to make sure to keep up with the charlotte checkers at that point too so i know they're not affiliated with the hurricanes anymore but you know a support is support and i would really appreciate that but colin i think that pretty much wraps everything up but like thank you for you know coming on the 50th episode i know you've been wanting to come back on for a while I know we had of, <laughs> i know we had a little bit of a delay but we do appreciate do you me, You know <laughs> this, coming you on about this
3: morning i hopped on it was easy
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, no big deal, but
3: no we do ugly appreciate... Christmas
2: clutter in sight. I see. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's actually, over there. actually, I think <laughs> I showed it. I I was just so happy to be wearing it to show it to my sister, and then I was on Twitter and I saw that cat had one, and I was like, nope, this is time to own. And I did. It, this year it was a little dog. It had legs. It was a good time. Nice. Yeah, we
0: yeah we were trying to get a, a Christmas drop for this, but a lot of things happened behind the scenes. We kind of. De- delay this for a little bit so but it was kind of worth it because we have a lot of content for the first episode with the new uh with the new trio of hosts here so going almost on three hours i think we should finally just kind of wrap this thing up because one hour per
1: host (laughs) host.
0: sounds about right but until next week for episode 51 of the podcast this was our 50th episode special i'm zach
1: i'm bailey
3: And I'm Kat.
0: And I'm a good guest. (laughs) And we'll see you next time here at the Search Club. Have a happy new
1: year.